The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening from Louisville, Kentucky, coming to you from Thomas Moore Stadium, and it's Paul Young Field on the campus of St. Xavier High School. The Elder Panthers tonight come in and play the St. Xavier Tigers, and Tom, uh, you know, it's always exciting to go someplace new, uh, not too bad of a two-hour drive down here. Uh, I think that uh, traffic-wise, everything worked well uh, for the team and so forth. But it's still, it's one of those uh, things that you know you would feel it, it'd be nice if it was just a home game at the pit or maybe a game across town where the normal elder crowd would would follow and go along. But you know, and you think, my gosh, you know, with the way the uh, scheduling is changing with the playoffs, uh, 16 teams getting in, and that it's going to be so easy for. Uh, Kevin Espelich, athletic director, to schedule now that almost everybody's getting in the playoffs except one because there's only 17 teams in Region 4, uh, Division 1. So you'd think, what the heck? Yeah, let's play Elder. It's not – we're going to get – you know, and, and, and Tom, it's not getting any easier. Matter of fact, uh, last week the news uh, with the GMC going to – nine-game schedule, right. it's going to get harder to schedule. It is. And the GMC, like you said, week one is going to be the only week that they won't have a GMC league game uh, from uh, after this year. So uh, that's limiting even the GMC schools to play anybody in the GCL South. But, you know, throughout the year, you see a Moeller playing Ironton last week. Uh, Les Al hosted IMG, IMG Academy out of Braden in Florida. Here we are tonight down here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I think it's just the norm, unfortunately, and uh, hats off to Kevin Espelage and, and doing what he does as the athletic director to get a solid, uh, you know, competition schedule put together. And I'm thinking in recent years, Mark, there's no tougher schedule than the one Elder faces this year. There's no doubt about it. team we're playing tonight is uh, ranked number two in the area here in per- uh, perennial powerhouse in the state of Kentucky. And uh, it's going to be a big, tall challenge uh, like it was last week where you're playing one of the top teams out of northern Ohio, uh, St. Ed's. And uh, that didn't turn out so well. Elder lost that one 48-14. But, Tom, we both watched the film. Uh, it was tough watching it while you are there. But there was glimmers and things that, that just points in that game where you thought if anything would have went Elder's way during that game. I'm not saying Elder would have won the game but it would have been a lot closer, and they competed well at times. Not looking at the score, 48-14, you're thinking there's no way in heck, but uh, they actually did. Yeah, and I think what we're referring to is right before halftime, uh, Elder defense with a big interception, and uh, and then they they uh, turn it over in the next play deep in their territory, and all of a sudden it's uh, – Lakewood St. Ed's 28 to 7 at half. Right. It could have been, you know, if Elder after that interception 21 14, yeah, one, down, right. one score one at score half. half. And and Doug was kind of mentioning that on Tuesday it's just making plays and and maybe getting the confidence for the entire team. There's key players on uh, Elder's defense and offense that you know been here done that uh are not afraid they're making plays. Uh but it sounds like you know they need to extend that into the season. 
This schedule, though, is so daunting that uh, it doesn't give give the kids a chance to kind of catch their breath sometimes. And, you know, they're going up against another strong program tonight, and it'll just be another opportunity, though, uh, for, for Elder to make some key plays. But, Tom, uh, it's obvious that you want to win every game uh, that you, you can. You also want to, with this playoff schedule, knowing Elder will probably be, you know, for sure in the playoffs. But they're playing for a more important thing. Everyone wants that home game uh, in the playoffs, and they got to get into the top eight. Right now they're kind of on the, on the fence. So they need a win here tonight would be a big help. And, and, and a boost to uh, guarantee that home round, home game for round one. It really is. And right now, uh, the Harbins came out for the first time this week, and Elder is ranked 12th, uh, coming in at one and two. And everybody might be saying, well, why the record is two and two. Why is the Harbins only recognizing the one win? Well, unfortunately for the Elder Panthers, that game against Beacon Hill out of Virginia uh, doesn't qualify in the Harbin ratings for any points. So Elder is going to be on a nine-game schedule this year with a denominator of nine, and that's why they're they're at 12th right now. Uh, but there's plenty, plenty, plenty of opportunities uh, for them to uh, get definitely get back up into the top eight. As you know, Mark, tonight it's this St. X down here in Louisville. Next week it's Cincinnati St. X on the road. So uh, back-to-back uh, games against uh, St. X here in Louisville, and then next week at Cincinnati. Well, obviously, with you and I down here in Louisville, there's not going to be a post-game show at Roosters, but right. we will be following. There's a big game tonight up at Nippert Stadium, St. X and Muller, uh, the big battle between GCL Powers, and both teams are going into that game 4-0. Uh, St. X, uh, I think they're up to number 13 now in the country. I would right. imagine they got to be in number the top. one in the state. Well, I was say, yeah, number uh, one in the state. So uh, that is going to be a battle. We're going to be watching that one real close. Right. And uh, there's a couple other games tonight that uh, for like ranked teams, uh, Lakota West three and one. Uh, they're playing Hamilton tonight. Uh, Lakota East, they're also uh, pretty good tonight. They're at Mason tonight, and over in Northern Kentucky, uh, Beachwood's going to be playing uh, Covcath. So that's yeah, that's a, a huge rivalry in Northern little, Kentucky because yeah. basically the two schools are. Just, uh, few minutes apart between Cubcath and Beachwood, so that's always a neighborhood rivalry. So uh, hopefully we can get some scores, and that may not be all that important to our listeners, but it, it, yeah. it is to high school fans. And it's funny because we're in week five, and as the second half of the season approaches, we're all talking about the Harmon ratings. And since Elder beat Cubcath in week one, if, if Cubcath could uh, secure a win against uh, Beachwood tonight, uh, there's a huge Harmon ratings that elder would get the secondary points for yeah it, it's it, this is the meat of the schedule and it like you said it's not going to get any easier uh, as we move on here and this is where elder needs to start getting a, a win wins like this the Cubcath win week one was a very important team and and this is uh you know doug was talking about this team versus what we saw last week st ed's was in your face Pushing, pushing, pushing. They had a huge offensive line, huge defensive line. They were overpowering in many, many ways. Elder, I think, did as good a job as, as possible. But Ben Hamilton was rushed a lot out of the pocket. He, they were doing a lot of uh, play action, right. getting him out of the pocket. And that's, I think, where his three interceptions came, about where he was had literally seconds to make a decision to throw things. And, and you know, St. X, Louisville St. X, is not as big. 
thank goodness. Uh, I mean, uh, you were right. playing like a college team last week, but uh, yeah. uh, I think Elder matches up better uh, with uh, this this uh, team down here, the Tigers uh, of Louisville. And it's a beautiful area where we're at. It is. Uh, the, the, the weather here is perfect, uh, nice breeze. Uh, we're on the – there's two big – there's a press box on the other side of the field that looks like a – I don't know, uh, like a two, 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 three train cars <laughs> together. Yeah, air conditioned water. We're on the uh, visitor side, and it, think of your walk-in closet. Uh, it's, yeah. it's nicely appointed for for walk-in closet. But uh, we're on the other side. We're on the other side. So basically, elder, we're on the side. If we were doing uh, an elder game, That's elder's right. going to be right in front of us. So yeah. kind of feels like we're at the pit. And and I want to also say tonight's kind of exciting. Uh, you know, we we always have the same. You know, you hear Tom, Steve, and I in the pregame show, and then we hand it off to Lenny and Phil, and then us back at halftime, and then we go to Rooster. You hear all the same voices over and over. Tonight's going to be different, folks. So strap in. You're going to hear new voices tonight because Lenny right now is probably winning big out in Vegas. He's (laughs) just turned 21 uh, recently, and uh, their family's taking him out to Las Vegas for a uh, like four or five days out there, so he hope he's enjoying himself. Winning big uh, with his system, as he was saying. Yeah, he's he, got yeah. a system, yeah, all right. We'll, yeah. well, we'll see that if he comes home in the poor poor box. But uh, but we got two new guys here tonight. Uh, you're going to hear uh, we got Nate Metz behind me. He can't wait uh, to get on. He does a lot of work with uh, Thomas Moore and John over here, John Youngbluff. Uh, he, if, if you uh, go to a Our Lady of Visitation game and you hear somebody – yelling about things, uh, players, and so forth. That's John, and uh, he has quite the fan following. And so we, last week, uh, every, uh, well, let's see. We had originally on this game, it was going to be John Kirtley, who's done games for us for right. 25 years. Unfortunately, death in the family, that got that messed up. And then Rob Florian was going to be his color. A uh, business uh, trip got changed, and he couldn't do it. And then uh, the next guy went down, uh, had COVID in the family, and the next. And anyways, I think we got us a great team tonight. We and, definitely and have a great I'm looking team. looking forward to tonight, uh, and you're going to find that out real soon here at the bottom of the hour. It's time for us to take our first time out. We're going to look more in depth at this game when we come back right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and... 
buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. And we're back in Louisville, Kentucky at St. X High School at uh, Thomas More Stadium, a beautiful facility, and happy to be here. And thanks to all you listening at home on AM 740 and up in Middletown, Dayton area on 910 and WHHS in Hamilton, Oxford. And on the Internet, sacredheartradio.com, uh, throughout the world, I guess, uh, all, all over the 25 time zones through the world, we cover it all uh, if you so choose yeah. to listen. So we appreciate that tonight. And, Tom, when you get to this part of the season, uh, injuries take a, a, a toll on teams. And pretty much, for the most part, elders looking good. Uh, I know Will Summers is out. Colton Ginn's out uh, for tonight. Uh, you, you see a couple of those guys with the jerseys on and uh, no pads. No pads uh, yeah. But overall, the team's looking pretty good. Yeah, I think they're healthy, uh, you know, for, like you said, for going into week five. And, and that's a testament in itself uh, going against the uh, the schedule that they've had so far. Cuffcat, that pick central, uh, Beacon Hill, and then Lakewood St. Ed's last week. Uh, like I said, tonight is at Louisville St. X, and then they go back to Cincinnati next week to play at St. Xavier. Uh, they host Moeller, then the powerhouse from Indianapolis, Ron Colley, comes in <clears throat> in week eight. Uh, the football north squad that we're used to seeing is in week nine, and then Elder will finish out the regular season and travel out on North Bend Road to play the Lancers at LaSalle in week ten. Yeah, and uh, as we said, we'll be watching, trying to get all the scores. That are, There's some big games tonight. Uh, we talked about in the first segment of the show, but the big one everyone's going to be watching is the 4-0 Crusaders and the 4-0 Bombers going at it up at Nippert Stadium. We'll be following and tracking that. We'll be giving you score updates on the Hoding scoreboard all through the game tonight. So stay tuned for that. We'll keep you updated on that. So uh, the big question, of course, is... What is this team like, the St. X uh, Tigers from Louisville? What can we expect tonight, Tom? Kind of give us a rundown sure. of what you found. Well, this is a storied program, no doubt. There's 14 state champion footballs, cha- 14 state football championships, Mark, and the last championship for this uh, school was in 2009. Uh, they came, they come in three and zero. They beat a very tough Louisville Mail squad last week. Or they lost, excuse me, they're two and one. They lost to Louisville Mail last week, 28 to 21. Kevin Wallace is the head coach. This is his fourth year, and a uh, little bit about their offense. Their uh, their offense is led by a senior Jack Savori. Uh, he's he's a four year starter. He's trying to overcome some injury battles the last couple years, uh, but he, he can make plays and he can make plays with his feet. So. Uh, good leadership, and he's going to be tough to uh, wrestle. Uh, there's also a senior uh, wide receiver, uh, Makai Smith, uh, is a top receiver. He can also play quarterback in the Wildcat formation, so Elder's going to have their hands full trying to uh, keep Smith in line. Uh, a couple other receivers, uh, Michael Duddy uh, and Jackson Capasano, and then our tight end is Bennett 
uh, Boyne line. So uh, they're pretty much a run-oriented team. They'll, they'll pass the ball when they need to, but it's pre- predominantly uh, running the, uh, the football. Uh, on defense, they have seven starters that are back, and it's definitely uh, led by junior uh, defensive end uh, Micah Carter, 6'5", 250, and you just put the letters A-T-H after his name. He's the athlete, and he's on the D-line. Uh, so there's a couple other names, nose tackle, uh, Leandre Maxwell, and there's another end, Teddy Myers. And what Doug said at Dance Club on Tuesday night is they play a 3-4 defense, and they rotate a lot of their uh, defensive line, so they keep them fresh. So that will be a challenge for the uh, elder offensive line. Uh, I guess the outlook is, is from uh, Lake, excuse me, from St. X's standpoint is keeping their quarterback healthy and, and, and making him uh, run this offense. So for the uh, Elder Panthers. Uh, yeah, Tom, you know, a- after when you play a team like St. Ed's and, and, you know, people think, well, what's the point of that? You're seeing you're going up against the biggest, the fastest, the strongest team in, in the state of Ohio, and it, it, it kind of slows things down a little bit. It, you, you, not to make, it doesn't make it any easier, but you're used to that high power play, and, and yeah. Pick Central was that way, and, and it's, it's, been, it's been a tough year for Elder. It's going to get even tougher, so it, it, it's beneficial. It is. It is. It, it's beneficial to see all kinds of different defenses. Tonight I said uh, Elder's offense is going to go against 3-4, and uh, I think an offense with the Elder Panthers tonight with uh, Ben Hamilton, you're going to see Elder in the four wide out and five wide outs for the first time in recent history. I think Doug said it's the first time he's ever used it. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to give the undersized offensive lineman a little bit of time to block to give Ben, maybe as a rollout option, more options that they can kind of throw, uh, you know, uh, slot passes and, and the RPO a lot easier. So look for the uh, elder offense to kind of spread the field tonight and and obviously it's led by ben hamilton a quarterback uh drew ramsey out of the slot and uh we'll get into the uh, keys in a second on, on defense though for elders we know that uh andrew spinney the middle linebacker uh is the key he's he's the uh, glue that keeps it together uh the defensive line uh led by samari freeman he started last year as a freshman and it's a very young defensive line. Uh, but I think the strength of Elder's defense is definitely in the linebacker position and the safeties and cornerbacks. Right. And, uh, you know, so uh, Thomas Barkley uh, is a cornerback position, uh, is key, and uh, it'll be key for them to come up and, and, and kind of secure the run game and, and make some, some tackles along the way. Well, you got to feel good about the Elder passing attack. Last week they gained... 260 yards and passing against extremely tough uh, DB core uh, that St. Ed's brought in. Uh, some d- obvious Division One recruits uh, that sure. are th- there. So uh, they just need to get a little more balance. Uh, the, the running game, they only had 52 yards last week. And, uh, you know, balance and, and uh Getting that, getting that running game going is is never easy when you don't have that huge offensive line. And they have a workable offensive line, but they they're do. not gigantic. They right. And tonight, your point is, you know, nobody's as big as the lines that Lakewood St. Ed had last week, so it's more comparable matchups with Elder's offensive line against uh, 
St. X's defensive line tonight and vice versa. So it should be good. Maybe look for Luke Flowers to kind of break out a couple long runs tonight. And don't be surprised to see uh, uh, Ben Hamilton on the rollout and tuck it and, and, and do what he does so well. So, uh, you know, the, the key is is getting off to an early lead and, and kind of getting some momentum on the side of the Panthers. Well, before we go into the keys of the game, I just got a text in from Steve Bengal, who is down in Bristol, and uh, he says it's coming in strong, and he's enjoying it, listening it down there in uh, Bristol. Big NASCAR weekend down there. They're going to enjoy themselves. And then my my grandson, Thomas, uh, heard me on, on the computer, and he went up to the computer uh, and said, Hi, Paul Paul. So, that's nice. uh, Thomas, I heard you in my headset. Uh, hi, Thomas Back. Thanks for saying hi. So, that's a great uh, name, by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So let's look at the keys of the nice game, Tom. Uh, for the St. X uh, squad, uh, what what do they need to do yeah. to get out here? Well, I think they need to keep the ball in the quarterback's hands, and that's Jack Savory. Uh, they need to hit, make plays. He needs to make plays with his with his legs and and keep the defense for for Elder off, off balance. Uh, then Mackay Smith is their playmaker. He's very similar to Elder's Drew Ramsey. So you need, Elder's defense needs to uh, contain Mackay Smith. And the uh, St. X defense, they, they play soft defense, if you will. They want their opponents to, to do the 12 and the 13 play drive. So they defend with everything in front of them. So Elder should be able to, you know, run and pass the ball in front to probably not so successful with the long plays tonight and then it would be up to the elder offense not to make penalties or turnovers for the elder panthers it starts with get the ball to drew uh drew Ramsey leads the gcn receptions with 28 and 330 yards leads the team in rushing 25 carries for 106 yards he averages 4.2 yards per game running like i said earlier the offense they're going to go four to five wide tonight uh saint x is not as big as saint ed's so spreading the field is going to give Ben's more time to pass uh, and be patient on offense. Like I said, take what the defense gives you. Uh, so there should be a lot of under uh, pass, shorter passes to Andrew Harp and company uh, and Drew Ramsey in the slot uh, and let the defense stay aggressive for the Elder Panthers. They need to contain quarterback Savory and the uh, Mackay Smith in the backfield. Uh uh, Nick Paff from the safety position is key. He leads the team in tackles. Uh, and then the big play guys on defense are junior uh, Zach Goodekunst with three turnovers, two picks, and one fumble recovery. Bartley Thomas has one interception, and Chris Kammerer, uh, the other DB, has one fumble recovery. So uh, they just need to get a little bit more confidence, and I think, Mark, tonight, if they could pull off this, I'll call it an upset win, it was going to go a long way and how this the rest of the season plays out. Well, uh, we're going to find out here shortly, but why don't we go down the field? I, I see uh, our Nate Metz down on the field now with head coach Doug Ramsey, and we're going to get his take on tonight's game. Nate? Hold on here. We are uh, getting our wireless connection going here. Uh, we'll get to that shortly. Uh He's almost ready, Tom. But uh, no problem. We, we, well, we got one last stick. thing. I want to say this: you talked about the defense. Uh, the impressive thing, tackles. We have, you know, get Nick Nick Path number two in the GCL, but a guy coming up, Andrew Spinney. Yeah. He he's number five in the league, and 
I, I, the, the defense has really solid. been impressive and solid. So I think we're, they're ready. The connection is ready to go. Let's head down to the field now. Thanks, Mark. All right, here with the elder head coach, Doug Ramsey. Coach, last week, tough game against St. Ed's. Uh, what was the uh, overall feel coming out of a tough game like that? Well, it's, it's kind of like the, the big central game. You know, we had some opportunities early, um, didn't take advantage of them, got ourselves in a big hole. We just played a team like St. Ed's. And 28-7 and a half, that's, hard, that's a hard comeback. Um, you know, we did some good things. We moved the ball around a little bit, but we didn't finish drives. And, you know, uh, it was it was tough. They were good, and, and, and we needed to, we needed to play an A game, and we weren't we weren't quite there. Turnovers do hurt in big games like that. Just talk about how they can get magnified when the lights shine a little bit brighter. Yeah, well, you know it is. They're a team that uh, that's that's their game. They're going to try to blitz you and and uh, and bring one more guy that you can block and and, and try to make it really hard on the quarterback. And uh, and they did a good job. They they rolled the dice. They're they're athletic enough to be able to do that. A lot of teams we play can't. They're not going to they're not going to you know play zero coverage or. Or, or zone blitz and leave a lot of zones open, but but they're able to do it because of the players that they had, and they, they made it really hard on Penn. Talking here with Coach Ramsey of the Elder Panthers, getting ready for their matchup against St. X tonight. Uh, of course, you mentioned in an interview earlier this year about how your schedule shapes up, and it's intentionally tough, and you guys play the best competition, and that's good for your program. You got another tough team here tonight in the Tigers. Talk about them a little bit in the preparation leading into this week. Yeah, really good team. You know, uh, they're, they're, they're a team that it, it, it's, it's kind of the complete opposite from what we saw defensively uh, last week. They're, they're a team that's going to try to keep everything in front, not give up any big plays. Um, you know, they'll blitz a little bit, uh, but it, they're not a big blitz team. Lots of zone, and, and uh, like I just said, just they're, they're going to try to make you run 11, 12, 13 plays to score, and then you make the mistake that way. And then on offense, they're 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 really a, a more of a run-oriented team. The quarterback's a good run. He throws the ball well, uh, but they, they want to run the ball. And uh, between the, the one game they lost, they lost to Mayo. They went down 28-7, and then and then they, they kind of turned the team over to him and let him run the ball. Turn it into 28-21. So he's the he's guy we definitely got to contain tonight. Talk about your players and how you've instilled in them an idea to play all four quarters of football because obviously it's going to take all of that here tonight to take on the Tigers. It is. You know, and that's, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we're, we're always, you know, always striving for. And, you know, that's what these guys, it's, it's, it's trying to create confidence. We've got good players, but I'm not sure all of them believe how good they actually are. I think they believe in each other, but I'm not sure some of them as individuals believe in themselves. And, and, and we've been trying to work that and, and, uh, and, and, and we need that. We need guys to be able to go out and make plays. You can't make a big play if you don't believe you can make big plays. You know, and, and I think that's been that's been the emphasis the last couple of weeks. Of course, Hamilton and Rams are going to be two names that we say quite a bit tonight on the show. But uh, who else might have to step up big here tonight to get a W here in Louisville? Well, I think Andrew Harp has, has played really well. And he and Mikey Kirch is going to get a chance to, to make some plays. But I think the two guys have really got to step up for us tonight are, pregame interview and good luck tonight everybody thank you so much for tuning in you're listening to the mercy health orthopedic and sports medicine pregame show on the prep sports radio network
Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the west side specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do. No job too small. 513-305-6777. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Hoving Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Bronze Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Brewster's Wings. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Hey, everybody, and a very pleasant Good Friday evening to you from Brother Thomas Moore Page Stadium in Louisville, Kentucky. My name's Nate Matz, joined alongside John Youngbluff for tonight's Week 5 of the 2021 high school football season. And tonight, we are in Louisville, Kentucky at St. Xavier High School for the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on the Sacred Heart Radio app and ehsports.com. Tonight, it's Elder at 2-2, two two, taking the road to take on the 2-1 and one Louisville St. Xavier Tigers. And, uh, John, this is going to be a phenomenal matchup between two phenomenal teams of the Ohio River Valley. It's going to take a lot to win a game like this, and both teams have to be up for the challenge and have to go all four quarters on pretty much full go to get it done. I think you're, I think you're certainly right, Nate. That's what we're looking for tonight, two uh, very well-disciplined teams. Uh, they bring a lot of history on both sides of the ball, but uh, certainly uh, – Watching out for mistakes is going to be number one, uh, but uh, we should see some sustained drives, 
uh, on the Louisville side that Elder's going to contend with. But, you know, what we'd like to see from Elder, too, is some of that uh, riskier plays. You know, use those athletes that they have, that they know they have, and stretch that field. They can go up-tempo and spread it out a little bit. We'll talk more about that as this game goes on. Everybody, tonight's Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 86 degrees here from Louisville, Kentucky. Everyone remember, Wardway Fuels provides heating and oil and propane for the home for all home and business heating needs, gas grills and pool supplies are also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels, located on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road. Call 513-574-0061. Wardway Fuels, proud supporters of tonight's broadcast. And the Elder Panthers are receiving here to start this one. Kicking off for the Tigers will be Nolan Woodford. And Wolford swings the right foot. It's a low-line drive kick, and this game has begun. Returning this one for the Tiger, or excuse me, for the Panthers over to the left side and being tackled for a uh, modest game there is Nick Path, who brings it out to near the 30-yard line, and that's how this game will begin. Not a bad start, not a bad field position. Yeah, for those at home, uh, Elder's wearing its uh, white on white. We might have a little challenge with St. Xavier's. We got some dark green numbers on a black jersey, right? They, so they couldn't be easy on us, no, could they, no. here on the road? With these 49-year-old eyes, it might be a little challenging tonight, but we'll get through it. Taking the field for the first time tonight, it's going to be Ben Hamilton along with Drew Ramsey, who will be in the backfield. Seems like Ramsey's going to take the first shotgun snap here. He receives the snap and runs quickly over to the left for a short gain, picking up about three yards and falling forward just a little bit past the line to gain near the 30-yard line. May have got to the 31. Yeah, one of the bigger bodies on the uh, defensive line for the Tigers is uh, their nose guard. That's a senior, Leandre Maxwell. But uh, we're going to be keeping our eye on as well. It's actually a junior defensive end, number 99, Micah Carter. Ben Hambleton will now take it from the shotgun position here. Three receivers split out to the right. He's going to look over to the right, fling over quickly, and he's got Ramsey. Ramsey slips up, and he gets tackled after a short gain. And it's going to be third and long here. Looking like third and eight about, actually, so we might have even lost a yard on that screen pass to the right side. So good job there by the Tigers, and now it's up to the Panthers to pick up here on third and long. That pressure was coming from number 54, Luke Sanner. Uh, ben was able to get it off on a screen pass just in time, but as you mentioned, the, the field tripped up. Luke Sanner, 10 tackles in their last week loss to the Louisville Mail, arguably the best team in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And we've got some laundry on the field here on third and eight. We'll see if there's a little early movement. Seems like it will be a false start call on Elder, moving it back five yards, and it does not make things easier for the kids from the west side. Third and now 14. Yeah, not the way they wanted to start on this opening drive. They're going to have to get a little experimental here, I think, but certainly that's what the Elder Panthers do. Coach Ramsey's been calling it long enough. He knows how to pull one out here. Nick Paff will head in. He'll substitute in for Zane Klusman, who checks quickly out. Shotgun formation here for the Panthers. It'll be Hamilton. He's going to run up the middle, but he's going to be met quickly and dropped for a loss. That's Matt Donhoff coming right through the middle and getting the job done. Good work there for the Tigers, and they force a three and out. Yeah, they were right on that play. Uh, I don't know if uh, that was a broken play or not, 
but uh, just waiting there right for him was number 98. Little to no gain. Josh Dugan now will head into punt. Not the best start here for the Panthers, but it's a long football game here. Nine minutes and 50 seconds with the clock running here in the first quarter. Dugan's back, receives the snap, and the Australian-style punt is off. It's a low-line drive, takes an awkward hop, but a very generous hop for the Panthers, and it's going to roll out of bounds at the Tiger 33-yard line. So that's where the Tigers will start, and that's where uh, we'll get a chance to see the Panther defense here for the first time. Artist Senior Living, everybody, is a sponsor of this game. When caring for a loved one with memory issues is something that you need, you need a partner like Artist Senior Living at 5799 Bridgetown Avenue. They understand when a person's memory fades, the core of the person's identity, and their passions remain the same, and that's the foundation of the artist way of a refreshingly different approach to memory care-assisted living. Make sure you check them out in Western Hills. Schedule a visit at 832-1597. First offensive start here for Savori and the Tiger offense. And Jack Savori runs it up the middle for about a two-yard gain and gets pushed back. We'll see where forward progress marks him. It's going to be second and long. Good start there for the Panther defense. Definitely a good start. What was nice to see there is there's a lot of white jerseys around the ball carrier there. He got, looks like, three. Three to four. Actually, three to four. But, again, good to see some, uh, some team tackling. Getting a push up front there was Samari Freeman. Going to need a lot more out of him, especially early on. Here's Jack Savori again in the pistol formation. He'll fake a handoff and roll to his left. Flinging over to the left side, he's going to find his man. That's going to be Makai Smith over on the sideline, and he's going to pick up a first down out to the 41, excuse me, 46-yard line here for the Tigers, moving the chains in the first first down of the game. That is correct. It looked like about an out pattern on uh, right around midfield. Chris Cameron had good coverage, no doubt about that. But, uh, again, it's a first down for the Tigers. Jack Savori now with 8 minutes and 52 seconds left in the first quarter. Stands in the pistol formation. Quick moving over to the right. He's going to hand it off up the middle. And it seems to be a nice run for a big gain out to the, I'd say, past midfield. Now that's out to the 44-yard line of the Panthers. And running that one square up the middle. No surprise there. It's the thumper of a running back, Justin Walsh, averaging 74 yards a game. Man, he's a bruiser. Yeah, he is. He's a senior running back, and uh, he'll do a lot of the workload tonight. Savori passes over. He's got Makai Smith out near the sideline. It's going to be caught and downed at the 39-yard line of the Panthers. I guess they did not give a first down to Makai Smith on that last catch that he made. So it was second and short. Now it is first down here at the 36-yard line officially for Elder. Savori moving the ball well here on this drive. Jack's got two receivers out to each side as the Tigers are threatening early in Louisville, Kentucky. Quarterback takes the shotgun snap, two-step drop, flings over to a wide-open target. That's going to be Jackson Campesano, who walks right into the end zone for a 36-yard touchdown pass. Coverage totally blown. An easy touchdown here for the Tigers on their home field. He was definitely wide open down the uh, elder side of the sideline. Um, really no one within about 10 yards of him. Probably a busted play of some sort, but uh, on the defense... Not the, not the kind of start that Elder wanted, especially after last week's with some of the big plays that were given up. But uh, 
like you said, long game, and we're really looking forward to seeing Elder's response on this one. Extra point is good from Wolford, so that will do it for the first drive of the game. With that, we are going to take it to a break, and when we come back, we'll have more here for you. You're tuned in right here to the Prep Sports Radio Network. Sometimes we take electricity for granted. I think we forget about the safety of our home's electrical wiring. There's a home electrical fire in America every eight minutes, which is why Cooper Electric has a home electrical test called Current Safe. They test for faulty wiring, failing components, hidden fire hazards. Cooper Electric's Current Safe will help reduce the risk of fire and eliminate shock hazards. And Current Safe is the best test after a lightning strike. Cooper makes it easy. They offer an in-home consultation, and they won a Super Service Award in 2011. You'll be impressed. Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Schedule your home to be current safe. A quick kickoff here for the Tigers of St. X. It's going to be returned there by Nick Paff, who runs it shortly over to the right side. It is blown up, did not even get back to the 20, I believe. And this drive will start in not very good field position here for the Panthers. But ultimately, they got to string something together here, get a little mojo going in quarter number one, and maybe find a way to crack that scoreboard. Yeah, it's going to start with protection. We uh, The first drive, there's a little bit of scrambling. Uh, ben Hamilton was kind of on his feet a little bit, moving around, but uh, we'd like to see some more protection, and uh, let's start using the weapons downfield. Ball officially on the 18-yard line. It's going to be Hamilton who will throw quickly over to Drew Ramsey, who catches it out at the 25-yard line and dives forward for a gain of about eight. So a good start there. And when you get a nice gain on first down, it really opens up the playbook on second and short. It absolutely does. Uh, a lot more uh, selection options and kind of kind of puts the defense a little bit more on its toes. But um, that's, what we're, uh, that's what we're excited about here without having both the weapons on run and pass attack. Now in the shotgun formation, it's going to be Hambleton. Hambleton with Summers to his right. Scratch that Flowers to his right. He will hand off to the tailback, who rumbles his way forward, and I believe he got the first down. A nice gain there of three or so yards. A cloud of dust and moving the sticks. And right back uh, to the line of scrimmage. They'll go hurry up. Snap. And a handoff yet again here to Flowers, who has a little stutter step. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. Does not get much more than that. They're going to spot it around the 32-yard line of the Panthers with just under seven minutes to play in the first. It's going to be second and eight here officially. Yeah, I would say definitely a good job by the interior line on that uh, first down play. Two is what they needed for sure. They got the four. So the drive's continuing. Ben Hambleton. He's got Flowers to his right, two receivers out to his right. Now he'll roll right. Heavy pressure coming. Hamilton's going to be ripped down and sacked. Another great defensive effort up front by the Tigers. They drop the QB for the Panthers for a big, big loss. That looked to be number uh, 98 and probably Thomas Taffel. And he's been, in, uh, he's been a concern already this evening. He's coming from uh, his left edge. 
So uh, they're going to have to make an adjustment already for him. He's been he's made some crucial crucial tackles already early in this game. Third and 17 now with six minutes to go in the first ball on the 24-yard line of the Panthers. A long way to go to move the chains. We'll see indeed what they have in store for the Tigers here on this play, and they've got early movement up front. Well, after that first down, this uh, this this set of downs has kind of gone the wrong way, unfortunately. Is Makes it now third and 22. What do you think? It's a little tight end time, maybe? Uh, it could be, uh -huh. you know, and maybe not a uh, bad chance here for them to at least make it a, uh, you know, gain a little bit of positive yards here. We'll see indeed what they've got cooking. Here for the Panthers' side. Again, third and 22. It's going to be Hamilton who throws a quick screen pass. It's going to be blown up there, though. Ramsey was able to secure it, but then coming in and quickly making the stop were about three different defensive backs, it seemed, for the Tigers. And again, another tough offensive outing for the Panthers. Hitting him first on now is number 44, Holden Seibel. He's a junior linebacker, and it's almost like he knew the play, with, uh, how it was going to happen there. He was, where, he was there waiting for Drew Ramsey. Dugan will punt from his own end zone. He catches a snap. Actually, that's going to be Ramsey, actually, who punts this one. And a quick return now will happen for Makai Smith. He runs to the left. He's crossed the 40. Now the 35 of the Panthers gets pushed around at the 30-yard line. And the Tigers have great field position here to start this drive. And Panthers got to make sure that they can bend but not break. With this little break in the action, we're going to shout out to Kelsey Chevrolet, our West Side full service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Sports on radio. Now at Kelsey Chevrolet, lifetime powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet, Route 50 in Lawrenceburg or at KelseyChevy.com. And Makai Smith, what a spark plug, though. He can play, I mean, all over the place. A little quarterback, a little wide receiver. He can return punts. And right now he's got his team in a pretty good spot as he's split out to the left and actually will exit for this play. So at least the Elder Panthers can breathe a little easier knowing that that danger is not on the field. But instead, Jack Savori will stand in the shotgun formation. Ball at the 31-yard line. Quick pitch now over to his tailback to the right side, who pushes forward and gets knocked out of bounds around the 29-yard line. That was Justin Walsh on the pitch. And that kind of read option pitch, is, that's uh, impressive for a high school quarterback to be able to pull off. And at this level of high school ball, you expect almost for those players to be able to be able to read defenses like that. You're exactly right. But let's keep in mind, too, that Jack Savori is a four-year starter. Indeed. So, a lot of experience there. Yeah. Run option is certainly, I'm sure, within his uh, capabilities, as we just saw. But, wait, but wait, well done by the Panthers to string it out. And uh, leaving the little no gain, and here we go one more time with little to no gain by the Panthers. Savori handed it off there again to Walsh, who jumped into the middle of the pile, but the Elder Panthers were right there to snuff it out. It's going to bring up now third down and about seven here in Panther territory. Ball marked on the 30-yard line. Scratch it. They're going to move it up now to the 29, it seems. So 
not too much of a difference, but you never know. It's a game of inches. Yeah. Here's Savori now. He'll look to hand off. It indeed will be Walsh. He's got some room. He breaks the tackle, rumbles forward, and it's going to take about three Panthers to bring him down, and he's going to move the chains after a gain of about 10. Nice run there off the tackle, able to break a couple of tackles, and really that just shows grit and tenacity that you need when you're playing at home. Yeah, he really willed himself really to that first down. He was hit short of it. Um, the defenders need a little more help to, to, to drag him down, but uh, ultimately end of it, it was a first down for the Tigers. Savori with Walsh to his right will fake the handoff. He's going to keep it himself. He wrestles over to the right side, jumps toward the first down marker. He was awfully close to it. Might have gotten bumped out before he got there, however, and he will be pushed out of bounds after a seven market eight-yard gain. Yeah, the Tigers are uh, second short, so they still have an opportunity for a first down, and if they got it, it'd be around the five-yard line. So this is really where the Panthers have to dig in deep. Here's Savori now looking left. He's going to fling over for guess who? It's Makai Smith who catches and is dropped immediately, but he did get just barely enough, it seems, for that first down. Nice play there for the Tigers, and they're threatening yet again. Good coverage again by Chris Kammer. He is on, I mean, he is on Makai Smith, but uh, Jackson Borey, that's what he does. He finds a way to get that right into the receiver. Uh, that's what four years of experience will do for you. Ball is marked on the five-yard line of the Panthers. Tigers hungry for another touchdown here at home, and as fans continue to pile in, I'm sure they're going to be willing them along the way. Here's Savori in the shotgun. No running back with him. He's now facing heavy pressure. Heavy pressure is coming. Flag on the field. Savori avoids a couple of tacklers and then eventually is dropped. That is going to be a sack credited to Andrew Spinney. Coach said he needed to be a lot more aggressive here this game and something that they definitely needed as a spark for the Panthers, and that's the kind of play right there. We'll see what the call is on the field. Andrew Spinney's been one of their uh, defensive leaders throughout the season. They, uh, Like you said, they leverage him so much. He's a, uh, you know, They look for him to make these kind of plays, you know, and, and he's doing it when they need it too, most important. So it will be first down and 20. That was a holding call on the Tigers. So move the ball back 10 yards, and you know, especially in you know, prep sports, that can be huge, right? You, don't, you, know, you always want to test the kicker's leg. Heck, even at uh, probably the lower levels of college, you want to make sure that every yard you can get counts, and we've got another stoppage on the field. I believe that might have been to make sure that our game clock was running correctly. Indeed it is. Two minutes, 40 seconds. Clock ticking down here in quarter numero uno. Savori, Savari's got it. He's got two receivers to his right. He's going to fling up for Duddy. Duddy will have it in the end zone. And that will be another touchdown here for the St. X Tigers. Really pouring it on here early. They take a two-score lead over the Elder Panthers on two pretty lofty passes yeah that touchdown looked almost a little too reminiscent of the first uh he had a good couple yards of separation unfortunately uh, that pass with the nice touch just fell right into his hands as he was crossing the goal line but a little too easy there wolford puts it through so that makes it a 14 to 0 game in favor of the saint x louisville tigers we will step away but don't worry folks we'll be back and the panthers will have the ball here on the Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. 
Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Well, lack of early offense for the Panthers, and a couple of defensive lapses have them down by two touchdowns here with two minutes and 29 seconds left in the first quarter. Wolford will be back to kick for the Tigers, and you know, this is a uh, kind of time where the Panthers need to dig deep and really play that gritty elder football that everyone knows that this brand can play. Well, there's, there's no doubt there's a lot of heart still left in this team. There's a lot of time. And they'll make it an exciting game, but I think what we're seeing is that uh, Makai Smith is a big factor early. Papp will be the returner. He's going to bring it out to about the 25-yard line. May have got just past it, and that is where the Panthers will begin this drive. So after two unsuccessful drives here for Elder, and calling it a drive is kind of ironic, but, uh, you know, they need to do something, right? Or maybe some uh, tendency breakers, something new maybe here on yeah. their third timeout. Who knows? We'll wait and see what Coach Ramsey has up his sleeve. Well, that, that offensive line, is, they're going to lean on them a lot more here as we go forward. Uh, it's going to be critical just to, you know to get to get Ben Hamilton time so he's not rushing throws get the receivers a chance to get their routes get separation on their routes so uh, let's see what happens on this next series half did get to the 26 yard line so that's where it begins here on first and 10 Hamilton will roll to his right out of the shotgun formation runs it throws it up now to Ramsey who comes down with it a nice gain of about 20 out to the 46 yard line fine throw and catch there for the two seniors and exactly kudos to the line they gave Ben Hamilton the time he needed they gave Drew Ramsey the time to get to his spot it was a beautiful touch pass and a, a great catch Kind of turn around backwards right at the sideline. So pretty great coverage there from Fitzgerald for the Tigers, but ultimately uh, still a, a great play by a senior who has made those plays many times before. Yeah. And the Panthers are finding out it, nothing's easy tonight. And, uh, you know, they had to work for that one, but it's good to see they got it. It'll be a handoff up the middle here for Flowers. He's not going anywhere. He'll barely get back to the line of scrimmage, maybe even lose a yard, and it'll bring up second and long. Well, this that part of the offense is going to be crucial here, too, to get this going. We got, you know, they're going to have to find a way to get this running game going, maybe just to, uh, uh, you know, keep the defense a little bit on its heels just so they uh, not, you know, they can't crowd that box. But, uh, you know, you have to keep going with the running plays. They're not getting big chunks, but uh, you can't give up on that running game just yet. A quick pass, excuse me, a quick snap now over to Hamilton, who throws over to the right side. He's going to have his man. That's going to be Ramsey, I believe, over on the right side, who makes the snag and is dropped after about a four-yard gain. So that's going to bring up now third and seemingly manageable. It's about third and six or seven here for the Panthers. Folks, got a quick update. St. X and Moeller playing each other right now. St. X up 14-0. And DuPont Manual up 14-7 over LaSalle. That's your Prep Sports Radio Network scoring update around the greater Cincinnati area. Playing a lot of Louisville teams, it seems. Yes, indeed. League action is starting. A flag on the play here before Hamilton can toss over seemingly to his right. And considering it was before the snap, I'm thinking it's going to be early movement on the Panthers, and indeed it is. Yeah, unfortunately, it's five yards in the wrong direction. It'll be, it'll set up about a third and 11. 
But, um, you know, the best thing that uh, they got going right now is Ben Hamilton's arm and, um, you know, a tall receiver in Ramsey. So that might be a combination we'll see here. When five yards have been kind of hard to come by throughout this game, especially this first quarter with 33 seconds left, we'll see indeed if they can find a little bit of lightning in a bottle. It's going to be Hamilton in the backfield. No one really with him. Three receivers out to his left. He'll now roll over to his left. Looking downfield. No, he's going to keep it. He'll roll through a tackler. Gets down toward the first down marker, but I think he's going to be a couple yards short just past midfield and it'll bring up about fourth and three, it seems, where he went out of bounds. And that will uh, create an opportunity for them maybe to go for it here near midfield. Got to get maybe some spark. Yeah, I think Nick Brock was his target down the, uh, the elder sideline. Um, unfortunately for the Panthers, there was some tight coverage on it. Ben, uh, you know, Ben had to tuck it in and take it himself. But uh, really the ball at midfield is going to create an opportunity for a fourth down. And that will take us to the end of the first quarter. So that means we get to take a live break. We'll stay here on the call here to get a couple of our live sponsor reads in. And uh, who are we thanking here today? Well, it's Fuller Information Technology, and got a question for you. Is your phone system putting your business on hold? Well, you can cut the cost, get features like tax, video meetings, and cloud storage, and pay less than you're paying now. Call Elder Grad, Tom Waltner, Waltner at Fuller Information Technology for a free evaluation, or check them out on the web. You know they're always on the web, Fuller Infotech. Com. What about uh, Adam Schoester? Uh, they help out too? Well, sure they do. And uh, that's uh, financial advisors. Uh, Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith. Uh, the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati offering wealth management planning for its clients. And, hey, who couldn't use that, right? Uh, Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner. That means he passed a test with Morgan Stanley. is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. So a very unforgivable spot there for Hamilton. It's going to be fourth and five here from the 50-yard line. Hamilton will receive the snap on fourth down. Rolls to his right. Heavy pressure coming. Flings over. Does he have his man in bounds? Yes, we'll see does. if he's got him. And he does. A nice snag there on the outside by Justin Ray, making uh, seemingly just his fourth catch, no second catch here on the season. But, hey, that comes at a big time to move the sticks on fourth down. Well, it's great to see, you know, them spreading the wealth, seeing some or hearing some extra names in there like Justin Ray. Uh, that's going to take, you know, some of the some of the uh, the coverage off of Ramsey and Harp and Broxman, so spread that well. Ramsey does go out to the left side. It's going to be Hamilton in the backfield. Shotgun formation, and he's going to keep it. No, he'll fling downfield for Ramsey, but good coverage will deflect the pass and bring up now second and ten. Not a bad look there for Ramsey, and even though it was kind of in double coverage, he still can go up, and he can often get over those DBs. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely a lot closer than we thought. Then you know, when you got a... a, a 6'5", is he 6'5"? I think he's 6'5", with uh, Drew Ramsey. He always got a shot out there. Just put it up for him, I think, is what they've been doing quite a bit. And they've been doing it for a couple years here, too. But um, you mentioned that Tigers had some nice coverage there. But we'll, uh, we'll look at a second down play here. So now Drew Ramsey stands in the shotgun formation, the quarterback position. 
He's got three receivers out to his left. He'll take the snap, and he's going to run, quite frankly, up the middle and run smack dab into a defender. A heavy hit there. I'm not sure who hit who harder, the linebacker or Ramsey, who just lowered the boom there. It seems like waiting for him in the middle of the field. Yeah, he was definitely there waiting. And uh, if you're listening, the Elijah Nazis, Monks. Yeah, I could kind of feel that one up here. Indeed, but they are going to walk it back a little laundry on the field. Seems like uh, Elder couldn't get out of their way on that play. It's going to be second and 15, maybe a, a legal motion up front, and that is what did it. So no false start. They were just blowing the play dead. They let it play out, and that is the end result. So second and 15 now. So at least they get the down back, but they do have a little longer to go. We're early in the second. There's, uh, there's been some quite a bit of laundry on the field here. Indeed so. there has, and most of it's been on the Panthers' side. And yeah. you got to, especially on the road, take advantage of anything you can get, not give more opportunities. See if the Panthers can earn those yards back. At second and 15, Hamilton takes the shotgun snap. Looks over to his right. He's got his man. It's going to be a wide open catch there made by Andrew Harp. Coach Ramsey said that he needed to have a big game today. He's already got a couple touchdowns on the year, and he's got his first grab here of the evening. Yeah, it's great to see him getting into the mix too. So, uh, you know, that's the best thing going uh, for Ben, if he can spread that wealth with Harp, Ray, we're seeing. And, you know, Ramsey's going to get his touches. But um, any, anything you can do just to keep the, uh, the focus off certain people, that'll, uh, that'll keep the defense on its heels. Big tall Carson Brown will check in for the Elder Panthers. That's Drew Ramsey looking to take this shotgun snap. Motion coming from the left side. Ramsey, kind of a tight formation, will fling over. He's got his man in Luke Flowers. Luke Flowers able to elude a couple of tacklers, and he's going to be able to pick up the first down on third and five and move closer and closer into Tiger territory. They're doing a much better job here on this drive, and completing passes in succession is a big reason why they've been able to continue to move the sticks. Yeah, that's why they really need to get the ball into Luke Flowers' hands. If it's not working, maybe necessarily handoff in the backfield. Get it out on the side, but when he's in space, that things get created, and that's what the Panthers need. Hamilton, Flowers in the backfield. He's going to have a quick play action pass over to the left side. He was intending that one for Ramsey, but he flings it out of play, and that will bring up second down. The Underground Sports Shop provides the Prep Sports Radio Network with our great-looking shirts, jackets, pullovers, and hats. And they can make your business or organization look professional as well. The Underground Sports Shop and owner, Sean Mason, supports this broadcast and elder football. Make sure you call him at 513-751-1662. That, again, is the Underground Sports Shop. 513-751-1662. Elder football back out on the field. Ten minutes and 31 seconds remaining here in the second. Clock is stopped after that pass out of play. It is second and ten. Brown's in the backfield here with Hamilton. Hamilton takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself on a quarterback draw. Runs down toward the first down marker, and that's a good read by Hamilton. Knew quickly where the defense was coming on the rush. Able to go right up the middle where they weren't and pick up a nice game. Third and short. That was definitely a good read, and that's something that they needed. Uh, they have a great sustained drive going. Uh, they definitely want to get something out of this. They brought it, he, he got it down two yards short of a first down. It's going to be third and two as we near ten minutes left here in the second quarter but uh, this you know some sort of response some sort of pulse if you will from the elder offenses really was paramount here and they're showing it it'll be ramsey who will take this shotgun snap runs up quickly to 
adjust the play of the Lions. Will Jansen, who will have in motion. Ramsey's going to run up the middle. He should have the first down. It's going to be close. We'll see where they spot him. Good job there by the Tigers not to allow a big play, and it's actually going to not get there. So it'll be fourth and very, very short here for Ramsey, officially marked at the 14-yard line. Well, with that six-foot-two body, we thought it might just be enough to get uh, that extra that extra yardage. But uh, with with one yard to go, this is really crucial right now. Fourth and one on the Tiger 14-yard line. It'll be Hamilton with Ramsey to his right. Hamilton will hand off. It's going to be the running back in Flowers who's able to break a tackle, and he will pick up the first down. Good second effort there by the junior running back and uh, really having to add a little bit of the load onto his back with Will Summers being out, and it seems like he's up to the task. Yes, They'll go indeed. hurry up here. Hamilton will receive the quick shotgun snap, and they'll run the exact same play over to the right side with Flowers again, and they get closer and closer to that goal line. It's going to be second down and goal from the seven-yard line. Uh, kudos again to the line up front because now we're starting to see Luke Flowers getting a little more space on those handoffs and uh, getting this running game going is going to be so important, so important for the Panthers just to, you know, start to grind out these these sustained drives and really get back in this thing. So as the Panthers discuss how they're going to approach this second and goal situation, scratch that. They're calling it first down and goal, actually. Four-yard line. Interestingly enough, it'll be on the four-yard line. And they were a little late to uh, update their sideline tools to show us uh, what down it is. It'll be Hamilton now who will hand off to Flowers. He is in for a touchdown. A four-yard run up the middle. Great push by the offensive line opened the gates, and he roamed right in to the end zone. First score of the day here for Elder, and it comes at a much-needed time here with 8 minutes and 29 seconds left in this second quarter. Definitely much needed, and uh, and, and really the best way it could probably come to on the ground because getting that getting that running game going, as I said, it, it's going to be important. Um, and now it, that seemed that, that, that drive took like it – that was about eight minutes off the clock. A grinder, a that grinder. is for sure. Indeed. As Marr knocks it through the uprights, and that will take us to a timeout. But, folks, make sure you stay tuned because Elder Football keeps grinding their way back into this one here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Elder Panthers will kick off here for the first time today. It's nice to see them. On the opposite side of the special You're teams right. here and covering this kickoff, it's uh, one of those things you don't really think about too much often when you just look at, uh, you know, bones-to-bones -bones football and, and how skilled two teams are. Special teams coverage sometimes get uh, forgotten, but here especially after scoring your first touchdown of the game on the road, it's going to be big. And uh, familiar number seven, Mike uh, Mackay Smith is back. 
on the uh, on the roster sheet, it's ATH. He's an athlete, so he he he'll they'll put him about anywhere on the field, and he will return oh this one. He's got a couple of tackles broken. He will spin through the lane. Uh oh, watch out! And he will be tackled at the 35-yard line. But a nice return there for Makai Smith. Again, what an energizer bunny for this team and a big playmaker. Yep. Yep, that's the guy, you know, that's the guy in the, uh, well, that's why you have him on the field. And he, it's Mr. Excitement when the ball's in his hands. So the last sustained drive um, ends in the touchdown, and really probably most importantly, that's a confidence boost for this team. This this team is, uh, you know, so familiar playing at home, and they drive off what the crowd can give them, but um, the confidence is what they're going to need, and, and nothing will be better right now for a, a defensive hold. Jack Savori will take the shotgun snap here for the Tigers, and he's going to be blown up and sacked there in the backfield. I think they'll probably call that technically a tackle for loss, but great defensive effort up front by the Panthers, and that's something they needed. Get off the ball early on first down. And that was by their leader, number 54, Andrew Spinney. It's almost like he smelled that play. He, he shot through that gap. He was on top of the ball carrier before uh, before he even knew it hit him. Panthers playing aggressive defense there on first down, second and 13 from the 33-yard line. Just under eight minutes to play here in the second quarter. Savori is going to drop back, throw long, and he overthrows his intended target. It was Makai Smith who was deep in Panther territory, but he overthrew him by a solid three yards, and that brings up third and long. We'll see if the Tigers' offensive line can give Savori enough time to find his intended targets. Most likely it's been Makai Smith. You're right. And uh, number 25, Chris Kammer, does not have an easy job tonight in covering him. But, again, that was tight coverage right on him. And that, that probably led to the miss, the miss throw by Savori. Savori has trips receivers out to his right. No one out to his left. He's going to receive the shotgun snap. He will roll to his right. Heavy pressure coming from Samari. He'll fling downfield. He's got his man. It's Makai Smith making a shoestring catch over on the opposite sideline. But I believe just shy of the first down. We'll see where they mark him. No, they're going to give it to him. Great job there by Makai Smith to make the catch, make sure that his foot was in bounds, and then fall out of play with a new, fresh set here for the Tigers. Well, kudos to Makai Smith on knowing exactly how much he needed to get that first down. That's good route running. Yes, it is. Definitely. Savori, again, running a little bit of hurry up here. He's going to keep it himself out of the shotgun formation. He will run forward for a gain of about five. And, man, that's just a quarterback really wanting to get a nice start for his team. His receivers picked him up. Now he gets to return the favor and give him a nice break with a five-yard run of his own. Yeah, Nicholas Pav hit him first. Uh, held him up a little bit, but kind of drug along for a little bit of ride there where uh, Savori was able to pick up five after getting hit early. Savori in the backfield, three receivers to his left. He will look indeed to his left, and he's looking deep. He's got a man. It's going to be brought in. Was he in bounds? He juggled it, and then carrying it out of bounds was his wide receiver target, who's already got a touchdown today, Jackson Campisano, the 6'2 junior, had it, lost it, and then had it again, but it did not count considering where his feet were. That is true. Coverage was Chris Kammer, but uh, the juggle, the juggle of the ball, call it the lights out. He would have been looking right into those lights above the home, uh, home side stands, but uh, uh, the Panthers got lucky on that one, we'll say. Third and five from the Panther 48-yard line. Seven minutes exactly remain here in the half. Savori 
With a receiver in the backfield with him, he's going to throw a quick screen pass, and he's got his man who's got a little bit of room to run, and a fine gain there out of the backfield. That's going to be Brennan Boneline, who you do not see very often. He's listed as a quarterback, punter, and tight end, kind of a utility player, but it's six foot four when a heavy blitz comes, and he's open. He's uh, obviously got the sure hands. That's, well, a big, that's a big play. That's your senior tight end in Bennett Borline. Um, tackled by number one, Bartley Thomas. But that uh, certainly he knew his yardage too. Got the first down for the Tigers. Quick run now up the middle for the Tigers. That's going to be yet again the bruiser in Justin Wall. She's able to pick up a couple, and it's going to be second and long. So good defensive pressure there. Not giving up much. Little, little bend. Not much break. Ball spotted at the Panther 40-yard line, officially second and a short nine. Savori, two receivers out to each side. He's going to look deep. He flings it for Makai Smith, but overthrows his target. And it'll be now third and long yet again. But this time, can the Panthers get off the field or at least force a fourth and long situation? Yeah, that would be, it would be definitely another confidence boost if they can get off the field here. Chris Kammer with tight coverage again. Ron's Roost, everybody. Ron's Roost Restaurant and Pub, a West Side landmark for over 60 years. They're proud to support elder football. Besides the city's best fried chicken, the Roost also features barbecue ribs, German sauerbraten, burgers, wings, homemade Saratoga chips, which I love personally, coleslaw, and cream pies. Enjoy the patio and 20 TVs every day for lunch or dinner. Dine in or carry out. Race Road in Bridgetown. Ron's Roost. It's clucking good. During tootin'. 20 TVs. Can you... Can you really ever have enough TV? You can't. Not, no. during, not during football season. You definitely can't. <laughs> no. A holding penalty actually will march the Tigers back 10 yards. So their drive now will have a bit of a halt here on second and long. But Savori, a nice run here up the middle, dodges a few defenders, and he'll dive out back to the original line of scrimmage. So in total, it's about now third and 11. So I guess uh, from a net perspective, the holding penalty actually ended up really hurting the Tigers. Yeah, they're going to move quick on this. See if they can get out or out of position here on defense. Pistol formation for Savori. Hard count there for him, and he doesn't like what he sees. He's going to get a different call over from the sideline, and good job there by the Elder Panthers for not biting on that hard count. Five minutes, 25 seconds left in the quarter. Savori, under the Friday night lights, has a third and 12 situation. He will fling over to Makai Smith. Makai Smith will make the grab, but he's going to be dropped at the line of scrimmage. Great job there coming through and making the tackle. I believe that was Luke Flowers getting That's in there. That's your running back making a, uh, a great tackle. Uh, leaving it at roughly no gain. So we got a fourth and long, and um, hey. I, you know, that's that confidence boost we need. They're put. looks like they're sending out the punter. Put in your punter and punt. We'll see if their punting unit can pin the Elder Panthers back. Back to return this one. He's been The guy's been returning most everything for the Panthers. It's Nick Path. And Path, bit of a electric outlet here for the Elder Panthers. We'll talk about Cooper Electric here in just a second. Here's a high punt over not a very good one ultimately, but it will take a very favorable Ooh. hop. Rolls all the way down to the 5, the 1, and is downed. Did, Did that end? go into the end zone? We'll see, if the, we'll see if the Tigers actually downed it in the end zone or at the one-yard line. Oh. And it does seem like it will be at the one-yard line. So it didn't look pretty, but, yeah. hey, it got the job done. 
Cooper Electric is proud to support elder football. Reliable service and prompt quality service is the hallmark of Cooper's electric business. Upgrading your electrical service for your home or your business is easy with Cooper Electric. Call them at 513-271-5000. Again, thanks, Cooper Electric, for helping out with this broadcast. And I think the Elder Panthers might need a little extra electrical juice here for this drive as they've got 99 big ones to go yeah. before scoring another touchdown. Yeah, uh, with the sunlight going down, the, the moonlight coming in, my eyes might be deceiving me. It should almost look like the, uh, the down man had his feet in the end zone, but it's going to be 99 yards ahead for the Panthers. Four-minute offense here coming for the Panthers. It'll be Hamilton who has it in the end zone, fires over. He will have his man. It's going to be a very short catch and tackle there. I believe ringing that one in was Mikey Kirch. Good, there from, good job there from Kirch to at least secure that catch and maybe get him one yard. It's a little extra space at least. I so call it breathing awful. room, you know what I mean? They can use all that they can, especially with the heavy defensive pressure coming all early and often here from the Tigers. Under four now to play. It'll be second and eight from the Panther three-yard line. Hambleton, three receivers to his right, one to his left. Mikey Kirch is in the backfield and in motion. And now Hamilton going to roll to his right. He may have some room to run. He is going to keep it. He will roll out and pass the line of scrimmage, but doesn't get a whole lot more. Looking at probably third and six from the five-yard line. I guess it's something. Again, a little more breathing room, setting up third and mid, third and manageable. Yeah, those receivers looked open. They looked open originally, and then uh, I think the coverage closed them down pretty quick. Ben had the idea. He was going to find someone, but uh, ultimately had to tuck it in. Picked up a couple, but they, a third manageable. Nothing You can't be too risky, of course, not this, this side of the field. But they, mic they marked him out of bounds, so the clock will stop at 332. Third and four from the seven officially. It'll be Hambleton looking over the middle. Heavy pressure coming, but good protection there. Pressure now getting to him. Hambleton runs through his own offensive lineman. Now a big push there toward the first down marker, and it seems like he's going to be just a little bit short, probably bringing up fourth and inches, but they're going to give it a look. John, I could be wrong, but I believe he got that first down. They are going to move the sticks. They are wow, moving the Christmas sticks. coming early for the Elder Panthers. And Certainly. They will take that. A fresh set of downs, but still a long way to go. Not a lot of time. 3.15. Clock still ticking down here at Brother Thomas Moore Page Stadium in Louisville, Kentucky. That was kind of a gift, it looks like, because he ran into his blocker right uh, just short of the first down, but was able to uh, wiggle his way and get a little extra push across that. Very important first down line. Drew Ramsey in the backfield with Luke Flowers. Ramsey will take the shotgun snap, and he'll keep it himself, as he often does. Runs right up the middle. He's broken a couple of tackles and is out toward the first down marker. It'll be second and very short here for the Panthers, and they're going to keep it rolling. Got to probably go hurry up. Don't want to burn too many timeouts unless you really, really need to. Definitely, and the Wildcat throws a little extra wrinkle uh, at the defense here. Again, it's going to be Ramsey who's going to run this one up the middle. Does not hesitate. He's got a first down and a little bit more. Good take there from Ramsey moving the sticks. And the Panthers, a little bit of offensive momentum here, still with about 80 yards to go. Yeah, Chuck, about four yards of that up to some leg strength. He was kind of tumbling forward but happened to get a couple extra steps to propel himself out to about... Uh, the 27-yard line? It seems like it. That's the official call. First and 10 here. 2-10 left to play in the second quarter. Hambleton will take the shotgun snap. 
Two-step drop, heavy pressure coming, steps up, fires downfield, looking for his man. He's got Ramsey. Ramsey breaks the tackle at the 45. He's off to the races. He's got one man to beat at the 20, at the 10, and is wrapped up. He breaks the tackle and gets into the end zone. A long bomb of 73 yards from Hamilton to Ramsey. Boy, is elder football fun or what? It sure is, man. That is the kind of boost that they were looking for. Uh... Credit, credit, beautiful touch pass. I mean, there was definitely coverage on Ramsey, and uh, Ben Hamilton found a way to get it right into the numbers where Drew cut right into the ball. But uh, some very slick running skills there at the end where, uh, you know, Drew had to use the legs to outrun, but also a little spin move to get in, and very important touchdown. Breaking tackles in the clear. Very impressive indeed as David Marr knocks through the point-after attempt, and that will tie this ball game up and equalize with 153 to go in the second quarter. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in here to the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther Football. Back to it here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Nate Metz and John Youngbluff with you as the Elder Panthers have tied it up here 14-14 with a 73-yard pass from Hamilton to Ramsey. And that is fun, senior to senior, on the road in a tough football environment. That's what it's all about. And it was much needed. Kickoff here from Marr. It's a high end-over-end kick. It's going to be received by Makai Smith in the end zone, and he's going to take it out. Watch out. He's got some room. Makai Smith past the 30, out to the 35. No, he's going to be dropped well short. Good job there by the Panthers to drive him back. And the uh, believe this drive for the Tigers with a minute 43 remaining in the quarter will begin around the 32-yard line for the Tigers. The Tigers oh, have, yeah. Yep, they'll have three timeouts, so... They're not going to try too much too soon. They'll, they'll certainly use the clock. They'll use the timeouts. But uh, on that kickoff, certainly containing number seven, Makai Smith, was paramount. Savori in the pistol formation. He's got Walsh behind him. He gets an extra read over from his sideline. And the senior quarterback now goes back to work. Two receivers out to his right. He will indeed look that way. He's going to find Makai Smith. Makai Smith catches around the line of scrimmage over on the right side, evades a defender, and runs out for about a four- or five-yard gain. Solid start there for the Tigers here on first down. Game of a modest four or five, kind of reverse uh, reverse side of the field. Uh, they like that option look. Probably about third, fourth time they've used that tonight. So it'll be second and six here for the Tigers. It's going to be Savory rolling out now to his left, firing over and throws right through the hands of Duddy. Duddy went up, and you'd think a big fellow like that should be able to bring it down. He had the body control and body position, just couldn't wrangle it in. Yeah, he's certainly a tall uh, tall specimen out there, the senior wide receiver for the Tigers. Um, he certainly went up. It went through the hands. Catchable, but 
at the same time. Uh, probably a little, little high on the uh, high on the pass there. Folks, make sure you stay tuned here on this wherever you're listening, I should say, to the Coldwell Banker halftime report. Plenty of scores, I'm sure, around the area. And a little review, I'm sure, of the first half. Here is now an opportunity for Savori. Savori able to get away from Spinney. Now runs out of bounds back to the line of scrimmage. A lot of scrambling around there on the right side, but great work by Elder to push him out, and that's going to bring up a long fourth down. And with a minute 04 left, dare I say, the Elder Panthers have another opportunity to score. With that explosiveness that we just saw in that last drive, a great chance here. Let's see if they can get good field position and get a little bit of yardage here for Path here on this punt. You always like seeing the Tigers sending their punter back out there, but the, again, the Panthers with three timeouts as well, and a minute still on the clock. See what kind of field position will come out of this. A high punt. Path will fair catch it, and he muffs the punt. It's going to squirt all the way back to the 20-yard line, diving on it securely. That ball rolled at least 25 yards the wrong way for Elder after Path let that ball go through his hands. But Yakos Georges was the one who scrambled back and is the hero because had that gone into the arms of a St. X player, things would have gotten real bad real fast. Yeah, I know Nick Path is just sick, sick to himself. Um, you know, he you know, he tried, he signaled the fair catch. Um, there was an interesting play where it looked like the Tiger, the Tiger uh, uh, retriever or whatever, pushed the ball actually towards the end zone, but uh, number 13, Kiriakis Georges, with uh, just a great football play to at least saved a total disaster. That ball was muffed at the 35-yard line, trickled all the way back to the 15-yard line, and it seems like they're going to walk it back even more after a penalty, so... Not a grand start here for Elder, but hey, last time they started their drive, they were on the one-yard line, so I guess this is improvement one way or another. <laughs> Trying to stay on the bright we're side. We're on here. the bright side, right. If the, Any way you can get out of this with little to no damage is a victory for sure. Um, mistakes are part of the game. I know Nicholas Paff, uh, he feels terrible, but the first best thing he can do is just put it behind him right now. Mikey Kirch will go in motion here for Hamilton. Hamilton going to keep it himself. He breaks the tackle, runs up the middle for a gain of about three. And we'll see indeed if there is a stoppage in time by St. X if they're trying to maybe get one more possession. But it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Yeah, at this point, let's, I say let's run the clock. Um, they had a little issue last week, actually, right at the halftime where St. Ed's was able to get a, an a, a, a easy score, I guess you could say. They did kind of a Hail Mary, and the Elder let it get through. That might be a situation next time where maybe you get your basketball uh, center out there with a uniform on right before half just to break something up if need be. Ten seconds remaining here in the second quarter. It's going to be Ramsey who will take it. He'll hold on to it as he dives forward for a modest gain, getting out close to the first down marker, and that will do it here for the second quarter. Not a bad first half of football here from Louisville, Kentucky. It's the Tigers of St. Xavier, Louisville, 14. The Elder Panthers, also 14. Exciting half. Fine start here, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this one. We're going to take a break, and... We come back. It's Coldwell Banker Halftime Report. You're tuned in to the Prep Sports Radio Network. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every Elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora. 
and go Panthers. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Dave here. Is your phone service putting your business on hold? My friends at Fuller Information Technology know businesses can't afford to pay for the things they don't need or use. That's why the experts at Fuller Information Technology work with you to personalize your phone service, giving you everything you need and nothing you don't. Let them help you save money and give your business the competitive edge you've been looking for. Check out Fuller Information Technology today. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at hemlockhillsresortcabinrentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. It's time for the Coldwell Banker Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. And we are back at St. X High School in Louisville, Kentucky. Halftime score here, 14-14. And, uh, Tom, you know, I didn't think that... uh, Things were looking good early on. Elders seemed to be they had those traveling legs. You know they were yeah. they seemed to foot a few steps slow, and uh, things were not real <laughs> bumped up. But uh, getting back into this game, fourteen fourteen, gives you a lot of hope for the second half. Elder really, I think, uh, had a lot of momentum going in. Little uh, mistake on the, uh, the the last second punt. I don't think Elder was going to risk anything trying to no. get the ball in, uh, but. Uh, they had to make a stop because uh, I think St. X gets the ball first as we come back. They do. So, they uh, do. Yeah. So, but <clears throat> overall, your impressions? Well, I think the play of the game so far for the Elder Panthers was a 73-yard touchdown pass from uh, Ben Hamilton to uh, Drew Ramsey. Just a great call. Uh, Drew uh, brought it in around the 35-yard line and took it all the way in. Uh, that gate got the momentum back to the Elder Panthers. Uh, there was a punt play just prior to that. 
it was the beginning of that drive where it was on, on the one foot line and we were on the sidelines and everybody's arguing. It was a touchback at the touchback. But in high school, the player was in the end zone, but as long as the ball doesn't pass the uh, the goal line, it's where the ball is and the, and the player could be in the end zone. Obviously, all the elder coaches knew the rule. They weren't complaining at all about it. So basically, that was a 99-yard drive for that second touchdown. Uh, I, I like I like the guttiness. Uh, you know, Elder had their backs against the wall. Uh, it seemed like uh, St. X had their way on offense. Uh, and uh, Elder found a way to uh, change some things up. And the one thing that I did notice is St. X was uh, blitzing a lot uh, in the first quarter. And uh, Elder did a nice job of containing that blitz. Uh, so much so that, and I think I'm trying to find the, the credit, going to the fullback, Will Jansen. Will Jansen was in his fullback and was, was taking up that blitzer. So when they went four wide like we are talking in the pregame, uh, you know, that means that, you know, they're going to come hard, hard and heavy, and they did. But Will Jansen was a lot of a lot of times picking up that, that blitzing linebacker, which gave Ben Hamilton that second or two extra that he needed to complete a pass. And that 99-yard drive just tie this thing up with that what, over 40-yard or 45-yard pass to uh, Drew Ramsey. That drive, I mean, when, when they started on the one, you were just, boy, I hope they get a few. Yeah. Just get it out of the end zone so they can punt, and they – they just scrapped and scrapped and scrapped. It was an amazing drive to get this game tied. It was, and we were down there right in front of us, Mark, and all of a sudden Ben Hamilton comes off the field. Uh, he got hit so hard he had an equipment problem with his helmet. So no problem. Drew Ramsey goes in, uh, does the Wildcat, three straight runs, two straight first downs, which, you know, started that drive to where it was. Ben Hamilton comes back in. The first play he makes, he throws a 73-yard touchdown pass to Drew Ramsey. So, uh, you know, a lot of times people don't know what's going on down there. But, you know, uh, the the uh, the helmet uh, needed to be fixed. Ben had to come off the field. Didn't, didn't deter Doug. It didn't deter Drew. Uh, and they kept it alive and kept it going. Uh, I'm excited about the second half. Uh, it, it seems like you said that elders got renewed confidence now. Yeah, they, they really needed, do. They needed that pep in their step. You're right. They came out lifeless a little bit. Like, I don't know what the deal was, but it's a long bus ride down, if you will, and it's just different. As you we talking about, you know, why we're playing games in Louisville, Kentucky to begin with. But anyway, it's a good learning experience, all knotted up at 14 and a half, and uh, there's going to be limited possessions. It seems like whoever has the ball, they take a lot of time. I bet you elder only had four or five possessions in that whole first half. So uh, it, it's, it's going to be exciting second half. Before we take a timeout, Tom, uh, let's get the scores uh, in the area, get people caught up on what's going on around the area. Okay. At the half, the big GCO matchup at Nippert Stadium. It's St. X 28-10 over Moeller at the half. Lakota West at the half is beating Hamilton 28-7. Princeton at the half is beating Fairfield 21 to 14 in a pair of GMCs. As you heard here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, it's Elder and St. X of Louisville tied at 14. Beachwood in, over, in Northern Kentucky undefeated at 4-0. Uh, they're taking care of business against Cuffcath 20 to 7 at the half. Beachwood over Cuffcath. Uh, let's see a couple more scores here. Uh, let's see. Ryle is facing Highlands tonight, and it's at the half at Highlands, and Ryle is winning 20-6. to six. 
Um, the scores are, are slow and steady, uh, but what I wanted to do is just get the ones for the ranked teams the first off, and then we can come to a break and come back. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll be back here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct choice is Coldwell Banker Realty. Their name has changed, but you can continue to expect the same service they provided in your community for many years. Coldwell Banker Realty is your West Side expert. Navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, knowledge, and agents that are equipped to handle all situations and allow buyers and sellers to succeed. Coldwell Banker Realty, 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! Hey, Panther fans, the Urology Group knows just how much this season means to you and the team. We also know how much it means to have a doctor you trust with your health. The Urology Group has 37 physicians, including five right here in the west side. Also, Drs. Flynn, Fulton, Kuhn, Pliskin, and Rodesheimer in our Mercy Hospital office. Learn more or schedule an appointment at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. And we're back here at Cenex High School in Louisville, Kentucky, with a score here at halftime is 14 to 14. And Tom, we we're just getting in some a uh, couple more scores uh, in the area. So uh, from up north, not down in this area, but let's go over yeah, what we got. Steve Geis here, yeah, right, Steve right Geis with us. Uh, yeah, he made the trip. Down, yeah. uh, LaSalle was uh, hosting uh, Louisville Dupont Manual, and uh, at the half, it's Dupont Manual 14 to seven over my Lancers. Uh, Lakota East. Uh, 20 to 7 over Mason at the half. It's Coleraine 25 to 3 over Oak Hills. Uh, Kings coming in undefeated at 4 and 0. They're they're beating Walnut Hills 24 to 7 at the half. Uh, Woodward is beating Clark Montessori 32 to 9, 32 to 8 in the third quarter. It's Blanchester 14, Goshen nothing in the third quarter. Madeira 20 to 13 over Finneytown, also in the third quarter. It's Monroe 28 to 21 over Oakwood in the third quarter. Uh, let's see. Massey 35 to three over Harrison. McNicholas 21 to nothing over Roger Bacon. Newport Central Catholic 34 to nothing over Holy Cross at the half. And Winton Woods 37 to seven over Claremont Northeastern at the half. 
All right, Tom, let's look at the second half of this game. And uh, as I said, Elder seems to have had a little pep in their step, and uh, they came out kind of walking in quicksand, and, and suddenly they seem to have turned things around and got this thing knotted up 14-14. Uh, you know, they're just going to have to continue to be digging and digging and digging. It'd be nice to get a little a lead here. Yeah, uh, without a doubt, doubt uh, quarterback Jack Savory is the real deal, and so is Makai Smith, I yeah. mean, number seven on the playbook. Uh, and Elder's done a pretty good job of containing Makai Smith and uh, and Jack Savory, and they just need to continue to do that. Uh, a lot of times we saw Drew Ramsey come in on defense uh, to try to take on uh, Makai Smith one-on-one. That seemed to work. Uh, but Doug mentioned in the pregame show the uh, defensive line needs to make uh, strides, and I think uh, Samari Freeman and, and the sophomores on the D-line really did a good job in that second quarter uh, and got things turned around. Uh, one thing that Elder needs to, I guess, be concerned about is not getting lulled to sleep, if you will, in the secondary. Because, I, you know, what Sanex likes to do is they like to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Linebackers come in, the safeties kind of uh, squeeze in closer to the, uh, goal, uh, to the line of scrimmage. And they just need to stay, stay put and watch your eyes and, and do a good job on defense. Offensively, boy, St. X came out hitting, didn't they? Man, they were just hitting and hitting and hitting. Uh, ben Hamilton getting hit. Uh, Luke Flowers. But, you know, Luke Flowers with a four-yard touchdown run in the first uh, or the second quarter to get him on the board was key. Uh, and I think I think Mark did, you know, that, that, that big pass at the end of the, first, the second quarter gave Elder a lot of the confidence. I think they're settling down now. I think the coaches, you know, like they, they preached all week, making plays, making plays, making plays, and guess what? They made a play, and Saint it worked. knows now they have to stay on their heels the whole time. And one, one mistake, and Elder's going to score. So that was a, a big mood changer for the Panthers. Yeah, it definitely was. So uh, in the second half, I, I, I think that uh, you're going to see more blitzing uh, by St. X against the uh, Elder offense. Uh, so that's what that's what's going to be a concern. And then on uh, Elder side, uh, you know, Will Jansen, Jansen the, the fullback, doing a great job picking up the, the linebacker blitzes, giving Ben Hamilton and or Drew Ramsey in the Wildcat enough time uh, to keep drives going. So Elder's done a good job with penalties. There haven't been a whole lot of penalties to, to getting them out of the uh, down and distance. So they need to keep... Uh, Good down and distance in their favor. Uh, field position is always key. There hasn't been a lot of punts in this game. Like I said, there's a lot of long possessions. So it will be interesting to see in the second half that, you know, each team might only have a couple hand, you know, two or three, four possessions in the half. So uh, looking forward to a, a dynamic second half and finish this game. Well, before we uh, hand it back over to our new play-by-play guy, Nate Metz, and John Youngbluff, uh, the new color guy, Phil the Thrill, is in Bristol. Lenny is out in Vegas, so they're on two different parts of the coast. But as time marches on, every year there's birthdays, and we yeah. got one we got to say uh, congrats to. we got to say happy birthday to no other, none other than Bill Welsh. Uh, the uh, Tomo of Table 7. Yes, he is. Uh, the chairman. Chairman. And, Bill, happy birthday. Hope you're enjoying it with a victory for the Elder Panthers tonight. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for the Coldwell Banker Halftime Report. Stay tuned for more action in the second half with Nate Metz, John Youngbluff. For all your action, stay tuned right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network.
For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Elder Football and Sacred Heart Radio is supported by Affordable Concrete Specialists. ACS Concrete is the West Side Specialist of all small concrete jobs. Nobody else wants to do no job too small. 513-305-6777. 513-305-6777. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Back to it here from Brother Thomas Moore Page Stadium in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the Elder Panthers with 14 points on the board, matching the total of the Tigers of St. X, Louisville. Again, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in here to Second Half Action, wherever you're listening around the globe, most likely in the Cincinnati area. But either way, we're happy to have you for what is sure to be a great second half. Nate Metz along with John Youngblood for this one. And, uh, John, good first half for both teams. Of course, seemed like it was a tale of two quarters, right? You had the St. X Tigers winning the first, and, of course, the Elder Panthers booming back and winning quarter number two. You're exactly right. I might have to check my uh, blood pressure here a couple times along the way, but uh, all it does is sets up for a very exciting second half, and you mentioned, you know, all the fans via this uh, this web broadcast. A shout-out to all the Elder Nation fans, the alumni listening in all parts of the country. I know some are up in Chicago, so a special shout-out to some fans up there. I saw one on Thursday Night Football last night, Kyle Rudolph. Even, yeah, I you believe, did. The Giants. Yes, you so, did. yeah, they are uh, indeed all over the place. Panther Nation is nationwide. Folks, Hoding Realtors is proud to help bring you Elder Panther football. Next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, call one of these Elder grads and Hoding team members. John Barth, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Tim Obermeyer, Doug Rolves, Mike Rolves, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtors for all your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Hoding.com. It's going to be a booming kickoff here for the Panthers to start off quarter number three, and it's going to go for a touchback. So a nice start there. The best way to probably not let Makai Smith beat you on a kick return is just to not let him return it at all. Yeah, I call that a small little win there. If you can keep the hand out of number seven. Again, on the roster sheet, he is listed as an ATH. That is an athlete. Elder Panthers will defend here from the Tiger 20. Jack Savori, pretty good first half for him. He was really able to show what he can do with both his arm and his legs. 
He'll be standing by himself here in the shotgun formation. Drops back, flings way downfield, looking for a firework here in the first play of the first half. It's going to be second half, and it will go right through the hands of Makai Smith. He had his man. Makai looked up, saw the lights, and the ball went right through the breadbasket. It sure did. Uh, it was perfectly placed by Jack Savari. But I think they actually... Uh, oh, they're going they to say he got the foot down. Wow. Wow, I, I didn't. it was hard to see from across here. Correction, he will have a bomb here to start off the second half. Ball marked at the 41-yard line, and Makai Smith really opening it up, and then the Panther defense stops the run there on first and 10. Justin Walsh runs up the middle with really nowhere to go. First 15 seconds here have passed. 14-14 ball game here for these two teams. Your health has always been a top priority to our partners at Mercy Health. And lucky for our student-athletes, they don't have to go far to see that in action. Athletic trainer Jeffrey Fitz is always close by to help provide personalized care for our Panthers. And team physician Dr. Matt Bosom is just a phone call away for all of our sports medicine needs. Thank you to everyone who makes Panther student-athletes healthy. Mercy Health is a proud sponsor of high school sports all across the area. And that's going to be a, another easy game there up the middle, moving the sticks in this run game. For Savori and Walsh and company really has just been impressive. Walsh with another thumping take up the middle. Yeah, on that keeper, it looks like he was shot out of a cannon. He hit that gap at, at full speed, it looked like. Uh, spun his way very nicely to get that first down. First and 10 here from the Panther 30, and Savori's looking deep yet again. It's going to be a pass interference call on the Panthers. That's going to be Bartley Thomas in the secondary, who ended up knocking over Dudley, who was racing toward the end zone, and ultimately that's going to be a big, excuse me, Duddy, not Dudley, who was racing toward the end zone looking for touchdown number two, and Spot foul in high school, I believe, so that will move the ball all the way up to where. Is that a spot foul in high school? I'm making sure. i got to make sure i got my college yeah, uh, high well, school. Well, NFL no, they're going to walk straight. it off here. They're going to walk off probably 15. 15 yards in high school. But okay, it is unfortunate sure. because Bartley Thomas did have very good coverage on him. They look like they're kind of playing a little hands game with each other. But uh, Duddy, you know, maybe got a little bit of shove or tripped or something like that. But it was enough separation. Uh, to get the laundry from the from the umpire. Duddy at six foot three, definitely hard to maintain, especially for even a very talented Bartley Thomas at five foot ten. So it'll be first and ten now from the fifteen yard line after the pass interference call. Savori going to keep this one as he runs up the middle, maybe just a little to the left side for a gain of three, bringing up second and seven. Ten forty five. Clock is running here in. Louisville, Kentucky. Tigers threatening early in the third quarter. Bradley Horshemeyer, excuse me, on the stop there. But it was after about a four to five yard pickup. So now Savori. Two men in motion from left to right will receive the shotgun snap. Savari rolls over to his right, looking into the end zone. He'll fling well out of bounds. Makai Smith still, even though that ball was uncatchable, somehow he almost made it seem catchable, reached up, but still not able to make the play. Well, you're, you're, I'm sure you're not, uh, familiar that Makai Smith's always going to be on that radar, and uh, he was kind of running across the back of that end zone. But uh, kudos to the pressure by the Panther defense. Uh, they had Savori on the run. And uh, third and five. 
35. See, see if the Panthers can make it interesting here and maybe force a fourth down opportunity in the red zone. Ball's marked on the 10-yard line. Savori receives a shotgun snap, hands off to Walsh. Walsh runs to the left side, does not get the first down. Great job there by the front three for the Panthers who got there, got penetration, and were able to bring the big running back down. It's going to bring up fourth down and about four yards to go. And it looks like they're going to put on the field goal unit. So we'll see if the place-kicking squad for the Tigers can knock this one through, shaping up to be about a 27-yard chip shot for Wolford. Yeah, Walsh is a power back, and uh, it certainly took three Panthers to stop him. But, uh, you know, credit three of them for, for making it happen. Nolan Wolford able to get that one up. Snap and hold look good, and the kick is just as pure. So the Tigers will now take a 17-14 lead with three, excuse me, nine minutes and 34 seconds remaining in quarter number three. We'll take a break. When we come back, we've got more Prep Sports Radio Network action. A visit to a great Smoky Mountain paradise is just a click away at HemlockHillsResortCabinRentals.com. Planning a family reunion that needs an eight-bedroom cabin or just an intimate single-room cabin, Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com has it all. With cabins in Gatlinburg or rental units in Pigeon Forge, you'll be near all the best attractions. Fall and holiday seasons fill up fast, so reward your family with a mountain escape from Hemlock Hills Resort Cabin Rentals.com. This is Father Benedict Kinsler, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Wolford will kick off here for the Tigers. Panthers looking to maybe score a touchdown here on this drive. It's going to be Path who will receive it and return from the three-yard line. Breaks the tackle, spins away from a few Tigers, and he'll be brought down around the 25-yard line. And that's where this drive will begin for Elder. Hey, speaking of Elder, they're hosting a charity concert with Darius Rucker on September 30th at the pit. It's sold out, and I'm not surprised. Everyone wants to hear Wagon Wheel Live. Volunteers to ensure the success of this fundraiser are greatly needed, everyone. So please reach out and contact Elder at 513-921-3744 to help. You can be an usher, ticket taker, concession stand worker, or help desk employee, and that would be a huge, huge help there from a volunteer spot. So I would love to, Nate. I got my ticket, so I might be there in the audience. Okay, right, great. When, you, when you're uh, hollering all right yeah. and uh, this and Wagon Wheel and other great songs by him. and Play some Hootie. And maybe some Hootie <laughs> in there as well. A little uh, Only Want to Be With You. We will wait and see. Uh, but we will wait and see, actually. We're going to take a quick break because we've got a downed Elder Panther on the field. So we're going to take a quick second and make sure that that is Nick Path, who is being helped off of the field, seemingly holding his right hand, maybe a right wrist injury, not sure. He'll work with the trainers, and hopefully we can see him return. But it seemed like he took a pretty big hit there. Maybe a little hobble in him, too, so maybe he just got blasted pretty hard. Let's hope to see him return. Definitely hopeful, but uh, he's a... Yeah, there's a lot of heart in that young man, and he's, he's a big cog in, in offense and helps on defense. So we'll Keep you informed about that as Hamilton receives the snap here on first down from the 24-yard line. He hands off to Luke Flowers, and 
Flowers will be dropped after a very short gain on first. And, you know, those short runs on first down, they may not seem like they're doing much up front, but they're still chipping away at this defense. It can tire down some defenses as this game rolls on. Yeah, they can definitely tire, but the, the, tiger, the tiger scheme, if you will, they are rotating probably about nine different individuals for that front, that front defensive line. So uh, a lot of times they're going to come at you fresh. Hamilton in the shotgun formation. He's got Kirch in motion from right to left. Now he'll drop back. Flag on the play. He'll fling over the middle. He's got Ramsey. Ramsey's able to bring it in. We'll see if he was able to haul it in as he went to the ground. He did. The play went on, so we'll see indeed if they march this one back. The flag came very early in the play, and it happened at the line of scrimmage. Find out exactly what happened here as the officials discuss, and it will be seemingly an illegal shift or illegal motion there on the Elder Panthers. So that play goes for nothing. Actually, goes back five yards, and that's where they'll start here. It's going to be second and about 17. The play itself was nice. Uh, you know, on the other side, we're looking at Savori to uh, Savori to Makai Smith. And, you know, on this side, when it's when the White has the ball, we're seeing Hamilton to Ramsey a lot. The so big stars themes. are coming out yes, tonight, that's for sure. Here is Hamilton now looking to pick up some much-needed yardage on second and 17. Drops back, looking far to his left. He's got Ramsey open. Ramsey makes the grab. He's near the first down marker, but gets slammed there by the incoming defender. Good work there by the Tigers. Not let Ramsey get too far away, but that's a nice game for the Panthers trying to make up here this three-point deficit with eight minutes left in the third quarter and the clock running. Yes, indeed. That uh, The end of that play was pretty much around where the end of the previous play was so we got about a third and six it looks like and uh, let's see what the Panthers have in the bag here again shotgun formation trips receivers over to the right for Hamilton he catches a snap cleanly actually fires over to the left he's gonna have his man for a first down that's a nice grab by Andrew Harp and the sure-handed receiver brings it in and moves the sticks a big target in the 6-5 Harp the senior um, came at a great time. I mean, this is uh, this is exactly what the Panthers want to do. Starting out the second half, you know, showing some heart, showing some drive, get something moving. Get that defense a little rest. And tonight, I mentioned 86 degrees. Football season begins hot and humid that finishes cold and frigid. Schmidt Heating and Cooling wants to keep your family comfortable no matter what the weather. Call Schmidt Heating and Cooling at 531-6900. Been family-owned and operated since 1954 and will give you the straight answers and the help that you're looking for with your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling is proud to support elder football. That was a great segue right there with like the 86 that? Yeah. degree. We're yes, working it. It took us a little bit to get warmed up. Uh, see what I did there with the Schmidt uh -huh. heating and cooling thing? Here is now Hamilton who will scramble up the middle after the pocket collapsed around him. He's going to pick up a few yards, probably about three, setting up second and eight or maybe seven. It'll be a long seven at that. Hamilton feeling the pressure quite well, it seems. They haven't been able to get to him much after those first few drives. And maybe that's just a, kind of a, a being away in a tough environment. Maybe the jitters are wearing away. Even for a senior, it's a big ass to come into a place like this field and come away with a uh, cool, calm, and collected vibe. Yes, that, and that's what you're going to get out of a senior quarterback, a, a two-year starter. 
Now here's Hamilton. Hamilton drops back, fires over to the right side. He's going to have his man. It's going to be his running back and Luke Flowers out of the backfield who gets tackled quite close to the sideline. We'll see indeed where he got officially bumped out at. We're going to have a Hoding Realtors scoring update. Here is... We've got a St. X Moeller score in the third quarter, 35 to 16 in favor of St. X. Bombers looking very, very good here in uh, the third quarter. And, and you know, that, uh, that matchup is probably going to be another good one next week when the Elder Panthers take on the Bombers. I know that is a classic battle that everyone in the Cincinnati area is going to be locked in on. Yeah, they always mark it on the calendar, but certainly tonight, they have to keep focus here against the Tigers, and they are doing so. Third and short, it's going to be Drew Ramsey who will be in. He will take the snap, scramble up the middle, and he will pick up the first down. So a good look there for Ramsey. And sometimes, you know, when you get into those tough situations and you're awfully, awfully close to that first down marker, you just need to put your big fella in there <laughs> and let him run forward. Yeah, yeah. Just falling forward enough is is going to get you the yardage you need. But uh, yeah, they, they're uh, they're actually going to bring out the chain gang potentially here. So it's going to be maybe a little closer than what our vantage point suggested. And we'll see if Ramsey was able to get there. First time we get to see the chain gang out there today. Just mentioned Hoding Realtors, everyone. Elder football traditions are legendary, much like the service you receive from Hoding Realtors as the Elder Panthers are pushing for the first down marker, but it seems like Ramsey was just a skosh short. It'll be fourth and an inch. But, hey, back to that read about the Hoding Realtors. Remember, you can go to them. They're elder grads and Hoding team members. It's John Barth, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Tim Obermeyer, Doug Rolfs, Mike Rolfs, and Mike Wright. They're proud to sponsor tonight's game. Make sure you call them at Hoding Realtors for all your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Hoding.com. That's H-O-E-T-I-N-G.com. And a uh, little bit of an update with Nicholas Paff on the bench there. He has actually taken his shoulder pads off. Um, it, it looks like he may not return to action here tonight. Um, which is unfortunate, certainly unfortunate for the elder offense. Definitely a big playmaker, and they're going to need a big play here as there's six minutes and 25 seconds left in the third, fourth and an inch. It's going to be Ramsey who'll take it. He'll run to the left side. He's got the first down. Good work there by Ramsey, just falling forward, but getting the yardage they needed. And uh, the Elder Panther fans listening wherever can breathe a little bit easier. Yes, a big first down and, and nothing better than see this, see this drive continue for him. Uh, but correction with Path, he's a safety on defense. So he'll look to fill his spot here, and I'm sure there's going to be a, uh, an able body ready to step up here, especially in a tight game like this. We've seen him uh, kind of play all over the place, kind of a rover for this Panther squad. So all the best to him. Six minutes and counting here in the third as Hamilton steps in with a first and ten look. He'll roll over to his left, trying to fling one downfield. He indeed will. It's going to be caught toward the sideline. We'll see if he was able to get in. He does. That's Justin Ray who will be able to pick up some nice yardage there on first down. And it will make it now second in about a half a yard. So good start there after kind of milking an entire yes. uh, play series <laughs> down to fourth and inches. Getting a nice gain there on first. And, again, you open up the playbook on second and short. Yeah. Spreading that wealth, getting Justin Ray, Harp, 
Ramsey. We're seeing a lot, a lot of uh, offensive weapons here on this drive, and that's exactly what Elder needs just to keep, just to keep that defense on its heels. 17-14 in favor of the Tigers, but the Panthers are threatening on the Tiger 24. It'll be Ramsey who will receive the snap on second and short. He runs forward, a tough rugby scrum-like play. And he's going to be awfully close, but did not get the first down. Make it now third and inches. It's like we've seen this before. And, hey, we've got another Hoding Realtors scoring update. DuPont Manual also up 17-14 over a Cincinnati team. So Louisville leading the 5-1-3 just by a mark here. That's in the fourth quarter in that one. As now the Panthers will run this one up the middle on third and short. And oh, the ball's out. Ball is out. Tigers are... Not celebrating yet. It seems like the Panthers recovered. Might have been a little miscommunication there as Ramsey was not able to hold on. Yeah, he didn't pick up the needed yards on the Wildcat run. Uh, the play was pretty much dead, so uh, either way, they're going to be facing fourth down. You know, thank goodness they were able to recover that fumble. But uh, it'll be a fourth and short, and let's keep this drive going with 444 left. Recovering a fumble, not losing yards. I guess we're right back where we were just a few plays ago. It'll be Hamilton in the backfield. Hamilton receives a shotgun snap. Option pitch now over to Flowers. It indeed will be Flowers who runs forward. He's got a first down and a little bit more and a late flag down. That's a great play. Great job by Hamilton with the option read. Knew the defense was coming. Pitch to his running back who got the yardage. And, uh, yeah, you're seeing a face, face mask here call on the Tigers. The Tigers are trying to signal the opposite way. But when I, uh, I see the ref kind of grab that, grab his face, you know, indicating that that might what it be but that'll certainly help the panthers but uh, uh we'll see indeed what the uh official whistle is here and luke sideline warning will be called on the i believe on the tigers it's going to be a first down for the panthers indeed that call will stand there's a sideline warning issued i believe to the home team not sure what the warning was and called for, but you think it's the rage cage over there? It could they, be. they get a little too rowdy. Hey, you know, I, better to be too rowdy than non-existent, I would say. As long as it stays within, uh, you know, uh, uh, as long as it stays within the rage cage, if within you will, the, the fan section, student section here at St. X High School here in Louisville. It'll be Peyton Rams. Excuse me, not Peyton Rams. It'll be Drew Ramsey who will run up the middle here on first down. He's got a nice gain from the 21-yard line. Four minutes and the clock running here. And now the Panthers threatening in Tiger territory. Good start for Ramsey. A eight, nine-yard run. And now it's second and short as Hamilton will check back in. Yeah, the Wildcat, the Wildcat calls have been very beneficial in this drive for short yardage for, uh, in this case, picking up eight on first down, really to uh, give a lot more options, a little more flexibility here on offense. Hamilton in the backfield, two receivers to his right. He's going to fire over to his right. He's got his man. It's Ramsey diving toward the pylon. Oh, he's just a little bit short. But a nice catch and run there for Drew Ramsey. And good work there by Hamilton to get the ball out quickly. It almost, it's like it extends your run game a little bit when you get those quick screen passes rolling. Yeah, it sure does. And uh, kind of having Luke Flowers back there with that, uh, that fake, fake to him, it kind of kind of stalled the defense a little bit before they could get to the outside. Looks like the spot is down around the three to four yard line. So 
Ball officially marked at the four, so pretty good eyes over there, John. Yeah. Working out okay for you as Ramsey will take the snap. He'll fling, fling over to Flowers. Flowers dives forward. He is going to be just a yard short, it seems. Not a bad look, Ramsey, with his first pass, I believe, of the day. Kind of an awkward push pass there to the running back, Luke Flowers, on the right side, who picks up maybe a yard or two, but it's still going to be second and very, very short to the goal. Yeah, I'm sure the Tigers, somewhere on the scouting report, you know, they knew about Hamilton, they knew about Ramsey, but they're getting a, a steady dose of both of them here at the quarterback position. Ramsey will stay in at quarterback. Two receivers out to the right. It's going to be Flowers. And it will be, I believe, Harp. Now Ramsey will take it up the middle. He'll run to the right now, trying to get in. He's close. There it is. He is in. Drew Ramsey willing his way into the end zone. And with two minutes and 46 seconds remaining in the third quarter, the Elder Panthers have pulled ahead by three, and they still got an extra point pending, maybe to make it a four-point game. Yeah, first lead of the night, and... Um yeah, that six foot one frame of Ramsey. It's been working. It's been working the whole time in this drive. When he needed one or two, he got it, and uh, had a great push behind him. So kudos to the line, doing their job there, and putting the seven up for the Panthers. Indeed, they do. It will be seven as Mara pushes it through, and the Elder Panthers are on top here in quarter number three. We'll step away, but don't worry, folks. We'll be back here in a minute on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Back to it here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Nick Metz, John Youngblood with you as the Elder Panthers have now taken a 21-17 lead. Late in the third quarter over the Tigers of St. X of Louisville. Moore will kick off. It's a high end-over-end kick. Blasted that nice. one over the head of Makai Smith yet again. Moore really showing off the howitzer attached to his right leg. And with that, the Tigers will start at the 20-yard line. They've got some work to do. They really haven't been able to get it to Makai Smith as much after that big bomb at the beginning of the third quarter. Maybe uh, some other weapons are going to have to step it up. Also, that run game from the tailback position, Walsh probably going to need to start getting upfield a little bit, and that goes to his offensive line. Yeah, any, I mean, anything you can do to keep the ball out of Kai Smith's hands, we're finding that to be uh, value for the Panthers. And uh, certainly the way this thing's going, if we start in our chairs, we're both standing up here in the broadcast booth. Huh? Indeed we are. Here's Savori who will keep it himself here on the shotgun quarterback, Reed, and he will draw forward for a couple of yards. Not a bad pickup there on first and ten. Man, after a game like this, I might need a vacation, and I think I'm going to go to Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals to get that. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. Enjoy a clean and comfortable stay for small or large groups. Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, or Cliffview Resort. 
a proud sponsor of Panther Sports. I might have to call you the king of segways. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Oh, as long as we, we only have so many opportunities here today. I'm going to pure gold. keep pushing here as the second and seven run is going to be a screen pass intended for Makai Smith, but overthrown. And that will bring up now third and seven with 2.16 left in the third quarter. Scratch hat's going to be third and six officially here for the Tigers. See if they can get something here. We're gonna we're gonna chalk that up to pressure from the defensive line for the Panthers. Here now is Savori needing six. He's gonna roll to his right, flings over to a wide open Makai Smith, who's wrapped up immediately after making the excuse me after making the catch, and he will be wrapped up to bring up fourth down. Great defense there on the exterior by the Panther D. Number 33, Nathan Shear. Great coverage. More importantly, a great open field tackle that just stopped Makai in his tracks after catching the ball and really avoiding any further damage. Returning this kick will be Luke Flowers. Luke Flowers standing in for the injured Nick Path. Last time the Panthers had a punt return opportunity, it was muffed. This punt is very high into the Louisville night sky. Fair catch will be called, and a little bit of a bobble there by Flowers, but all's well that ends well. He indeed does secure it, and that will take us to a quick break. The Elder Panthers are coming back on the field here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, or on the web at Hoding.com. Coming right back to it, it's going to be a quick snap here for Hamilton. Hamilton looking over to the right side. He's got his man in Andrew Harp, and Andrew Harp pushes forward for a nice gain. First down. On first down. On first that's a, down. That's a good pitch. We haven't had uh, to say that many times for the Panthers today. They've usually kind of plotted their way down the field and then hit him with a big bomb, but coming out right away and moving the ball out to the 49-yard line of the Tigers. So into Tiger territory, good start here for Elder. Definitely, and let's see how they can add on to it because they're – here we go again. Drew yes. Ramsey with a spin move. He faked the handoff to Flowers. He will keep it himself and rumble forward for a nice gain on first down. Gain of about six, and it's going to be second down and mid here with one minute and nine seconds left in the third quarter. Clock is running. Elder looking to take this lead of 21-17 to 17 into that fourth quarter, and Hambleton will now check back in. Yeah, having a little of that uh, Ramsey Wildcat running Ben back in and out of there. It's keeping the uh, the defense a little unbalanced here, and uh, – they're getting, they're getting very good yardage, good pickups when they run that wildcat with Drew. Here now is Hamilton rolling out to his right on second and mid. He's going to fire over the middle, and he's got his man. A nice connection for a first down, and securing that one was none other than the sure-handed Andrew Hart making another clutch play and moving the sticks yet again. Yeah, just great to see this. Uh, it almost, with that field more, Elder, in that attack mode now, you know, having a lead. You know, not trailing, not not feeling uh, a little stressed and, and trying to come back here. Now they're looking maybe uh, put on the accelerator here and see if they can, you know, put a little more of the pressure back now on the Tigers. 
And with that, it seems like they're going to actually hold off on the accelerator for at least the third <laughs> quarter as they're looking to run some clock here with 15 and the clock running. But tell you what, Elder has looked like a bunch of dogs out there. I know that they're the uh, Elder Panthers, but still, Pet Once sells fresh food by the pound for your pets and is made locally in Ohio. And with free next-day delivery, make sure you visit them online at PetOnceCincyWest.com. That again, PetOnceCincyWest.com. And that will bring us to the end of the third quarter. So a big break coming up for us. We'll take a step back, but we come back. We've got the fourth quarter coming back to you here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Support the team that supports elder football. Joseph Toyota, located on Coleraine Avenue. You can make your own deal, get the value of your trade-in, and buy online or in-store because their process is always easy, true, clear. Just ask your neighbor. They bought from Joseph Toyota. Joseph Toyota is closer than you think at 9101 Coleraine Avenue. For the latest offers on new and Toyota used certified vehicles, it's josephtoyota.com. Go team! So 12 minutes remaining in regulation as the Elder Panthers lead at 21-17 to here from Brother Thomas Moore Page Stadium in Louisville. Scoring update for you, St. X leading Moeller 42-16. to Bombers are throwing bombs and taking a big lead here against Moe. And uh, that's in the third quarter still, so still plenty, excuse me, fourth quarter, so plenty of time still, though, for that game to uh, extend on and the Bombers to pour it on even more, and you know they want to, right, especially against a big powerhouse (laughs) like Moeller. First play here of the fourth quarter will be a handoff to Flower, who rumbles his way on the left side, back to the line of scrimmage. There's a flag on the play, not quite sure what it is. It was in the back toward the line of scrimmage, so maybe a hold on the Elder Mm -hmm. Panthers. The flags have not been a stranger on the field tonight. They have so. not. A lot. Of, I might open up a laundromat in uh, in Louisville. You'd probably do well about, down here. And I might have to call uh, you know some of our uh, indeed financial uh, investing help from uh, Shoster. Excuse me, uh, Lucian Shoster Smith. Uh, yeah. could help. You never know. Helping our uh, sponsors out one uh, uh, work in at a time here. But Elder has still looked pretty strong after a quite pedestrian beginning. They will have it now. First down and twenty four. Hoofda. Here from the 49 and make it 50-yard line. Hamilton will receive the snap. Three-step drop. Fires over. He's got his man. It's going to be the running back in Flowers who's able to get forward for a gain of about three. Not exactly a big play here on second down. Excuse me, on first down. But it's moving forward. And I suppose at the end of the day, that's the important thing. Just got to get something to work. Make it manageable. Yeah, definitely. Luke Luke Flowers caught it out in the flat there. Uh, Got a pop from Luke Sanner. Uh, for the Tigers, but uh, with a nice spin move, was able to get uh, a couple more, probably about three more yards out of it, but uh, what are we looking at, 20? Second and 20. Second and 20 from the Tiger 46. Long way to go. Maybe a little hook and ladder. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Up four, I don't know if the desperation's on quite yet, but we'll see. It's going to be Hamilton in the backfield. They'll receive the snap. Drops now over to his right. It's going to be now a screen pass over to the right side, rumbling for a five-yard gain. A lot of broken tackles here for the Panthers in the early going. I believe that's going to be Mark Ottenreeve who made that grab. 
over on the far right side. First time we get to see him in the passing game, but having those, you know, kind of a halfback, fullback type guys in there that can also help out in the passing game other than just pass blocking, that's huge. Yeah, there's certainly the weapons spreading spreading the love around to the weapons is uh is really going to help out here as we uh, wane down in these last moments. Third and 15 from the Tiger, 41. Ten minutes and five seconds left as Hambleton looking over to his left. He's got some room. Pressure heavily coming. Instead, he's going to fling down to the right side, leaping up, trying to make the grab is Harp. He's not able to bring it in. I think he might have been pushed out of bounds either way, and that will bring up fourth and very, very long here for the Panthers. Yeah, at 6-5, I could certainly understand why he was the featured target on that one down the sideline. Um, you know, you, you just hope that maybe he could have made that play. It was certainly close, but, uh, you know, hats off to Tiger coverage. It was there for sure. Punting unit will come on for the Panthers. It's going to be Joshua Dugan here to blast this one away. Doesn't want to blast it too far, though, considering he's in a prime position to pin the Tigers back. Well, it's not easy to do with Makai Smith looming, ready to run this one as far back as he can. Snap looks good. Punt is high and spiraling. Smith is under it, and he's fearless. He's going to grab it and juke out the first defender that gets to him. He's going to run through a couple more and find his way all the way back out now to the 33-yard line before he's just stopped by the elder special teams coverage. Wow, what a run back. Good start there for the Tigers. They're looking to retake the lead, and we will take a quick break and come back here in about 15 to 30 seconds here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. If you're caring for a loved one with dementia, it can be stressful. As their needs progress, you need support. At Artist Senior Living, we partner with you and your loved one to provide above and beyond customized care. Experience the Artist Way in Bridgetown and Mason. Theartistsway.com slash Ohio. 513-401-7531. Looks like pass out. I don't see him. Back to it here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. 941 left in the fourth as Jack Savori and the St. X Tigers have it on their own 33-yard line to begin this drive. A quick pass over to Makai Smith is completed, and Makai Smith's able to slip away from two or three tacklers, and he's on the move. He's across the 50, across the 45, and pushed out of bounds at the Panther 40-yard line. Big gain there on the first play of the drive. They get a good return from Smith. Then they get a nice run after the catch by Smith. He is a huge, maybe the biggest part even, of this Tiger offense. Definitely an X factor, if you will. Yeah, you can certainly understand. He uh, made a guy miss, a spin move. His speed got him to the outside. He slashed through a couple. That's, that's what he does, and that's why he's featured. Savari. Receives a shotgun snap. He's going to keep it himself. Jumps into the middle, and he is wrapped up there. An ankle tackle by Spinney. Spinney was the first one to get to him, and then I think just held on for dear yes. life to pull him down by the shoelaces. Yeah, he was able to uh, get a couple extra yards out of, out of just sheer willpower. Uh, he was hit hard by Spinney uh, right at the line, but um, gain of about four to five. The Tigers will need a touchdown to take the lead here in the fourth quarter at home in Louisville, Kentucky. Pistol formation for the Tigers. 
Savori has Walsh behind him. He will look to hand off to Walsh. No, it's a play-action pass. He's looking way deep. He's looking for Mackay Smith. It is intercepted. The Panthers are running it back. It's Chris Kammerer who ended up making the miraculous Willie Mays-style interception. He runs all the way back to the 25-yard line and is dropped. But what a heroic effort by the defensive back, reaching up, making the snaggeroo, and taking it all the way back, getting the Panthers the possession right back where it belongs. And that is exactly what coach wanted to see. He said, we know certain players like Ben and, and Drew, Spinney, these guys can step up, but what they're looking for is to see other guys emerge and make that make that big play. That's exactly what Chris Kammer did. He's, he's had great coverage all night on Makai Smith, but uh, he did. He stepped up. He made a great play, and this is a big momentum shift when the Tigers were looking to maybe make something happen here. Talk about ice in your veins. Huh? Mm-hmm. Incredible. Hey, speaking of, Cincinnati Cyclones. First ice for the Cyclones is October 30th, so get you a full season or partial season ticket right now. Heritage Bank Arena will be rocking once again this season, so visit CyclonesHockey.com for schedules, promotion, and fun. Cyclones Hockey, it's more than just a game. Good start here for the Panthers as they're First play from scrimmage on this drive will move the sticks. Of course, you get it to your guy in Ramsey and let him run. Little pass out to the outside, and he was able to get away from a couple of tacklers. It's like clockwork, you know. And, and why stop? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, when you got when you got Ramsey on the outside with uh, get it to him at eight, and he can add four more with his feet. Let's do it. Panthers lead by four. They've got the ball in the fourth quarter on their own 40-yard line. Shotgun snap here to Ramsey. Ramsey's going to keep it himself. Evades a few tacklers, and he's going to be brought down after a gain of three. Had to work really hard for those three yards, but Ramsey, he's as game as you can get. He's going to go for it. Yeah, it that, that play looked like it was done at the line of scrimmage, but somehow he just he just snuck through to get a good four out of that. And, um, you know, give, a, give them options, just a little breathing room here to see what they can do and pick up at least six here in the next two downs. Hamilton back in to resume his quarterback duties. Ramsey's out to his left along with Harp. A lot of height over there on that wide receiving core. It's going to be a passing play as Hamilton rolls over to his left. He's going to keep it himself, slides down, and he's going to be hit a little bit after the slide, but I guess the Tigers were able to evade him enough. Good thing, too, because that could have gotten ugly. A short gain there on second down will make it now third and five. Here from the 43-yard line of the Panthers, need to convert right here. Yeah, it was good to see Penn slide on that one. He's been uh, he's been running a couple times tonight, usually putting a shoulder in and trying to get that extra. But right now we need Ben on the field. Seven seven twenty-five left in the game here, and a chance maybe to get a little extra breathing room if things go right. Nick Brockstrom goes out wide right. Also coming in will be Justin Ray on the far left. Of course, Ramsey and. Uh, Harp will be in now as Hambleton has to scramble away from pressure coming. Pressure is going to get to him. A sack for a loss of about seven. He was able to evade the incoming attackers for about five seconds. A pretty good effort by Rams, excuse me, by Hambleton. Just not able to uh, eventually get away from the blindside tackle. Yeah, there was a little too much pursuit this time to, uh, to avoid it, but uh, certainly still manageable. They haven't moved the uh, the ball mark, but, well, correction with the flag on the field. They had a little laundry, <laughs> I guess, so they're going to move it back now. But good news for the 
Elder Panthers, no, they're going to decline it, I believe. Okay. So it will still be fourth and very, very long. And the Panthers will bring on the punting unit. It's going to be Dugan who looks to blast this one away and, and needs to be careful not to give a, a lot of room to Makai Smith, who, again, is looking for a big break and looking to give his team great field position. Six minutes and 40 seconds left in the fourth. Panthers up by four. Here's the punt from Dugan. A low line drive punt. Smith's going to have plenty of time to run this one back. And he's at the 40. At the 45 and gets pushed out of bounds. So all things considered, not a bad stop there for the Panthers. We'll take a quick break as the Panthers are back on defense here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom from Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, head team physician for Elder High School. Due to COVID-19, 2020 has been an incredibly challenging year for all of us. But at Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we never closed our doors. We immediately instituted extra screening, cleaning, and protective protocols for all our patients and associates, backed up by an outstanding hospital network of comprehensive care providers. We're available six days a week, including Saturday morning sports clinics. That's Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 6045 Bridgetown Road, 513-347-9999. Proud to support elder football. Back to it here on Prep Sports Radio Network. It's going to be Savori in the shotgun formation, spread formation here for the Tigers, and he's going to run through the line of scrimmage. Oh, he gets away, and he's going to roll out for a nine-yard run on the left side. Good work there by Savori. It's going to be now second and one from the 46. Tigers go hurry up here. Under six minutes now to play as they're now in Panther territory. Savori, two-step drop, fires deep, looking for his man, but overthrew him yet again. On the far side toward the rage cage, the student section of the to me of the Tigers. That was a wide receiver who's already had quite a nice game today. That was Camposano, who was the intended target, but again, just a little bit of an overthrown pass by Savari. Yeah, it would have been it would have been big trouble if he did land it, but uh, Bartley Thomas, good coverage. Thank goodness too. Now back to it, third and one, very short. Savori going to keep it himself, and he's got the first down and a little bit more. Makes a man miss, stumbles around, falls over at the 28-yard line of the Panthers, but he's got a big gain there on third and short, and really, if he's able to break away from that one last defender, he's all the way in the end zone. Yeah, that was a touchdown-saving tackle, but uh, a four-year starter in Savori, you know he's going to fight, and he's got some tricks up his sleeve too, so... Certainly a lot of fight here with the Tigers. Tiger fans starting to get into it a little bit. Five minutes, 30 seconds now as Savoy receives a shotgun snap. He'll keep it himself, runs through some tackles, and he's off to the races. He's at the 10, evades a tackler at the 5, runs right into the end zone. He took it all the way from the left side of the field to the right pylon, and he is golden for the St. X Tigers. They take a lead, 23-21, to and the PAT coming up. He with 5.20 left in regulation. It looked like pretty much the same play they ran just previous, which they almost almost broke and said, well, let's try it again. And uh, he really covered some real estate, as you said. He started left and ran all the way across the field to get into that right side pylon. Another great game here for both of these teams. They've been through the gauntlet already this season. Both have had very hard schedules but currently, as Wolford blasts through the point after attempt, it is 24 to 21 in favor of the Tigers. Five minutes and 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter, but the Panthers are going to get the ball back when we come back here on the Prep Sports 
Radio Network. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther football. Back to it here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Panthers trail by three. Again, just over five minutes left. Back to return this one. It's going to be Drew Ramsey, along with, I believe, the running back and Luke Flowers. Back there to try to run this phone. Back, take the back. That's Luke Autenry. Luke Autenry, yeah, yes, indeed. Getting a little, uh, He's got his mother's speed back there, so we've got a shot at getting some sizable yards on this. We'll see. Wolford instead will kick over toward Ramsey. Ramsey makes a... A very tricky catch there, and he's going to run this kick back to the 20. There are a couple flags there on that play. Two of them came in very late, right when the tackle was being made. And see if that's against the Panthers, and we'll march them back at all, maybe after a uh, illegal block or something along those lines. Didn't seem like Ramsey was down yet, no. or there was any kind of uh, face mask, so we'll see indeed what the call is. I think they're starting to run out of calls they've thrown that flag so many times. I believe it was a hold on the returning team, so the Panthers will have to march it back 10 yards from where it originally was spotted, and they're not going to have very good field position here, trailing by a triple. Ball will be marked inside the 10-yard line, and that's where it will begin for Elder. Yeah, not how you wanted to start this drive for sure with the end zone just right behind you, but uh, nice sustained drive. See what we can do here. Eat up some yards, eat up some clock. Ball marked on the eight. It's going to be Hambleton who will take it. Hambleton, quick pass now over to Flowers on the outside. Flowers able to get around the edge, and he picks up a solid gain on first down. Not quite enough to move the sticks, but he does get a nice chunk there of eight yards or so. Yeah, he's got that open field speed that you really want right now and can uh, uh, really create some havoc for the defense. So they're certainly going to have to keep an eye on him, but I'd keep him as a target as his drive continues. Hambleton again in the backfield for the Panthers. Two receivers out to his right, one to his left. Hambleton will roll now to his right, looking downfield. Flings one over the head of Harp, and if you're going to throw it over him, you really had to have overthrown it there. But it is a safe play. It goes out of bounds, and it will bring up third down and three. And these Panthers are seriously tough. And, hey, you know what else is tough? Red Wing Shoes. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And now, with the Red Wing Shoe Store's ultimate fit experience, you'll receive state-of-the-art foot scanning, fitting, and products best suited for your work environment. Get the ultimate fit experience at one of the five Cincinnati Red Wing Shoe Store locations. Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. Here goes third and three from the 15-yard line of the Panthers. It's going to be Hamilton taking on some serious pressure, lofting it up for Harp. Harp goes up. Harp makes the catch. Oh, he was just out of bounds. Seems like he got pushed out around the 30-yard line. Would have been good for a gain of 15. Instead, it's fourth and three, and the Panthers are going to send on their punt team. Still with 4.55 left, down by three. You figure play conservative. 
have a good defensive stand, get the ball back, maybe make something happen. Yeah, that's the best thing you can do. Still plenty of time, still plenty of timeouts for the Panthers. Uh, not how they really wanted that drive to go, especially kicking, punting it away from your own one, two-yard line. But Drew Ramsey will punt this one. A long punt is received by Smith, and Makai Smith, nowhere to go. He's going to be dropped after receiving that one at the 50-yard line, maybe brings it out to the 47. We'll take a quick break and come back here in just a moment. You're tuned in to the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Sacred Heart Radio is brought to you by you. Yes, your donations make Catholic Radio possible, so to give a gift of any amount, please visit sacredheartradio.com and click Donate or call 513-731-7740. And thank you. Jack Savori will start this one off for the Tigers. He will receive the shotgun snap in first and ten. Jumps to his right. He'll be out there for about a three-yard gain. Modest start here for the Tigers, but with a three-point lead and four minutes and 25 seconds remaining, they're kind of in control here, and if they can get enough first downs, they can win this ball game right here, right now. Well, certainly, and the clock is now one of the top opponents uh, for, the, for the Panthers here. Something they got to keep an eye on, and uh, might you probably start seeing them using those timeouts. Again, it's going to be, as we've said, pretty much all day long. Jack Savori, who will receive. Actually, he'll keep it himself. And actually, no, he will hand it off to Walsh. And Walsh will thump his way ahead for about a gain of a yard. Doing a lot of play action, a lot of tough reads there for Savori. But again, when you're a senior quarterback, you get used to that. And you get comfortable with what Coach Wallace is preaching from the sidelines. And... It's a big reason why he's the eighth most winningest coach in Kentucky high school football history. So pretty impressive stuff there. And right now his squad is facing a third and six. 3.30 left to go. Panthers trying to get off the field. Savori in the shotgun formation. He's going to roll right. Flings downfield looking for Makai Smith. Makai Smith makes the catch, and he's got the first down before being shoved out of bounds after a 10-yard gain. That's a heartbreaker there for Elder, but at least with him going out of bounds, clock is stopped. They can kind of get reset because they still have a chance to stop and maybe get the ball back. Yeah, it was definitely a heartbreaker because you uh, you know, had a third, you know, six to seven. But all too familiar when you got Makai. And his speed on the outside, it results usually in that first down. Ball in the Panther 33. Savori's going to take the quick snap. He's going to run over to the right side. He's got a six-yard gain and gets dragged down. Good work there by the Panthers not to let that get any worse than what it was. Savori, when he gets a head of steam behind him, it's very, very difficult to stop him. He can run a little bit. Big reason why uh, he's even outrushing their running back here this season. Just a, a terrific athlete overall. Absolutely. He's got some size behind him and uh, certainly a head of steam when he's running. He's he seems to always be running downfield like he shot out of a cannon. Under three minutes to play here for the Panthers and the Tigers. Tigers lead by three here in the fourth quarter. Savari facing second and short. He will receive the high shotgun snap. He'll hustle forward and be dropped after a short gain. Going to be close to the first down marker. We'll see if they give it to him. And they will give him the first down. So tough sledding there for the Panthers. 
Well, we'll get might. a quick ad read in here. Coldwell Banker navigating this exciting real estate market takes experience, and your West Side experts are Coldwell Banker. Buying your home is really uh, buying or selling your dream home is skillfully guided by your Coldwell Banker agent. Call them at 922-9400 or on the web at cbhomes.com. Now back to the action here. Two minutes, ten seconds, clock running. As again, Tigers taking their sweet time, and there will be a timeout called on the field. They will be taken by the Tigers, so seemingly working their way all the way down to zero on that play clock and buzzing it, and that means we get to take a quick break. But don't worry, folks, we'll be back here after a short while here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hey, Panther fans. The Urology Group wants to wish this year's team all the best for a successful season. The team works hard to make every game memorable. But what if your biggest memory of the game is standing in line for the restroom? If you're experiencing frequent trips to the restroom, the Urology Group can help. 513-841-7400 or at urologygroup.com. Proud to support elder football. Back to it here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Nate Metz, John Youngbluff with you throughout this game. And, of course, we want to thank everyone for uh, putting up with us here. It's our first elder game we've got a chance to call. It's the first time you and I have actually got a chance to call together. So that was, uh, this has been, been fabulous. It's been a great game that we've been treated to. And, you are uh, a consummate pro. We will uh, we'll see, indeed, if that uh, professionalism can hold here for the final two minutes and five seconds of regulation. Elder down by three. It's first and ten. Tigers have the ball on the 22-yard line of the Panthers. So the Panthers need to have some defensive stops and have them come quickly. It'll be actually Makai Smith who's standing in the backfield to start this for the Tigers. He's played a little bit of quarterback here for them throughout this season. And now he's getting a chance in crunch time here to... Maybe pick up a first down. He's going to run to the left. He's got plenty of room. He breaks a tackle. He breaks two tackles. He high steps his way into the end zone. An absolute crusher for the Elder Panthers as Makai Smith takes the shotgun snap, runs a little wildcat action over to the left side, and no one was stopping him from maybe putting the final nail in the coffin of the Elder Panthers. Yeah, that was a heck of a run by Makai Smith, and Wildcat, you had to kind of know what he was going to do with it uh, on his left side. He found the hole, but uh, shortly right through it, he made a, a quick cut to the right and found that daylight that he needed. High snap, but a fine hold and finish there for Wolford. And that is now a 10-point lead for the Tigers. Under two minutes left to play here in regulation. Panthers starting to need a miracle. We'll come back here after a short break. You're listening to the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet. Proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. We're the Tri-State's fastest-growing Chevy dealer and pre-owned superstore. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Introducing our brand-new state-of-the-art Kelsey Collision Center. Repairing all makes, all models, and working with all insurance companies. Plus, our newly expanded certified service center. From our elder family to yours, go Panthers, Altiora. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347 347- 
347-9999. That's 347-9999. Starting off here this drive, it's going to be a high kickoff from the Tigers. Drew Ramsey is settling under it. Oh, it goes through Ramsey's hands, but into the end zone. He's able to get on it for a touchback. So the Panthers here with one minute and 56 seconds left. are uh, They are not in a great position right now. They need a score, and they need it to happen very, very quickly. But they do have the explosiveness to maybe raise a few eyebrows and make this interesting. We'll see yeah. what Hamilton can do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll see some air attack here by the Panthers for sure. Hamilton is taking the shotgun snap and being dropped very quickly. No one was able to get open early for him, and that Tiger defense was coming and coming quick. Be second now in 15. And it's definitely a little extra tough with the Tigers in a prevent defense. And uh, the fresh legs on the defensive line from the rotations are starting to show, too. Now a long pass intended here on second and long for Ramsey. It is a tough play. We're going to see if Ramsey was able to come down with it. The Tigers are signaling that they actually took it away in the air. Not sure who the... Who indeed has the football? Referees are conversing. And the Tigers are celebrating the referee signal that it is an interception. And that should just about do it here for the Panthers. Hopes tonight. Long pass from Hambleton, intended for Ramsey. That's what you want to see. Unfortunately, just not the result you were wanting. And there is a flag on the play. We'll see, indeed, if it was maybe for some excessive celebration afterwards. As it stands right now, the ball is on the Panther 39-yard line. Currently score 31-21 for the Tigers. And the play is actually going to be on, or excuse me, the penalty is on the Panthers. An unsportsmanlike conduct call will move the ball up 15 yards to now the 24-yard line. And uh, ultimately here, you can just run the ball three times. and Yeah, all the timeouts you have won't save you on this one. Not, not entirely, no. Not with two possessions left. It would take uh, a whale of an effort and uh, really a mistake, actually, on the Tigers' side to get anything out of it. But Jack Savori looking to get his team to 3-1 and one on the year. He can just milk the last one minute and 24 seconds. He runs up the middle, jumps into the pile, and he's going to be dropped just after a one- or two-yard gain. Good work there by Spinney to get in there and, and maybe uh, pad the stats a little with a uh, last-second tackle. But you know, this uh, elder team, they fought hard all the way through, but playing on the road against a solid opponent in St. X, sometimes that's the way it goes. Yeah, walking into the booth, we knew this would be a tight game. We certainly glad uh, glad it played out that way. Uh, uh, certainly some back and forth. We had the early lead by the Tigers. Great response by the Panthers. And then actually to see them take the lead and have a little pressure on the Tigers, but to where they, they showed, uh, you know, their skill set, their heart, and, uh, you know, ultimately get them in the position here where they're pretty much just running out. As Savari will take the shotgun snap, takes a quick knee, and with under 30 seconds left now, the Elder Panthers and St. X Tigers of Louisville, Kentucky, are about to go their separate ways. A tough-fought battle through and through, through all four quarters, but the Elder Panthers falling short here in today's bout. This loss will move the Panthers to 2-3 and three on the year. The St. X Tigers will advance now to 3-1. They've got a big rivalry 
up against Trinity, which of course is a Louisville powerhouse. Uh, that will take place, I believe, next week. And then the Panthers will take on, of course, the other St. X, right? Probably the uh, bigger St. X as far as Panther fans are concerned. But the Bombers in the Cincinnati area, of uh, course, are going to bring a lot of pressure next week. And uh, that's going to be played at St. X. That'll be at Balaban Stadium out there on North Bend. Um, with against the, you're right, the next St. Xavier team. It'll be a daunting task for the Panthers, but they will go tomorrow morning. This will be right behind them, and focus will be straight, straight forward on the Bombers. A tough effort here out of both squads. The Panthers hung tough. They had a lead in the fourth quarter, but the Tigers able to scratch and claw their way to a home victory. We really want to say thank you to everyone who helped get this broadcast going. And uh, we'll talk about all of them, thank all of them here in just a second. But first, let's uh, thank our Cooper Electric player of the game. That player, let's go with Drew Ramsey, that long touchdown catch that he had on top of a number of clutch runs, a lot of clutch first downs for him. Just a great effort for him. Not the result you wanted, but still he uh, was able to work hard and make some big plays to inspire this team to move forward and really make it interesting. Yeah, you could really see kind of that late in the third quarter when they were able to really start taking the lead, but where that Wildcat, his... Uh, his ability on, on Wildcat was able to, to uh, get the necessary yards, keep that sustained drive, and, and really get them uh, back where they wanted to be, which is in front. We want to thank everyone who helped make this broadcast possible. Thanks to Mark Bengel for reaching out and making this uh, happen for me and John. Of course, Steve Bengel out in Bristol, I believe, enjoying a little NASCAR action. Always fun to watch a short track, that is for sure. Tom Kennedy also, and Paul, who's back at the studio. And thanks to you, of course, the listener. Once again, the final score here, 31-21 to 21 in favor of the Louisville St. X Tigers. Next week again, Elder takes on the St. Xavier Bombers at St. X with a 7 p.m. kickoff and a 6.30 pregame show. For John Youngbluff, I'm Nate Metz. So long from Louisville, Kentucky. You've been listening to the Elder Football Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by the Urology Group, the Lucian Schuster team with Morgan Stanley, Holding Realtors, Brosart Pharmacy, Fuller Information Systems, Ron's Roost, Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals, Skyline Chili, Coldwell Banker Realty, Schmidt Heating and Cooling, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Joseph Chevrolet, Wardway Fuels, Robert Jones Plumbing, Red Wing Shoes, Artist Senior Living Bridgetown, Hemlock Hills Cabin Rentals of Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, Cooper Electric, and Rooster's Wings. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. 
Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Support for Elder Panther football is from Cliffview Resort and Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals. Immerse yourself in the natural beauty and serenity of Kentucky's Red River Gorge. However large or small your group, and no matter what conveniences you're looking for, you'll find a clean and comfortable stay at Red River Gorge Cabin Rentals or Cliffview Resort. Proud sponsors of Elder Panther football. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. All right, we're back here at Louisville High School, uh, St. X in Louisville, and uh, we're going to do a, little, a quick little post-game show. I just wanted to give a big shout-out to uh, Nate Metz and uh, Johnny Youngluth, who filled in quickly and... and uh, uh, Nate, it was your first Elder Panther game. We're going to get a little uh, interview session here, uh, you know, thrown into action and uh, a lot of fun. It definitely was, and the atmosphere is something that I guess I'm not used to. You know, I grew up in Wisconsin where, yeah, football is big, and they're good for growing offensive linemen, but these kind of Ohio River battles, like I hear the pit is. I've never been to the pit. I hear wonderful things, and I need to go. <laughs> yeah, you um, definitely – I wish the game – I had told you earlier in the week. I wish the game was going to be at the pit, but uh, this is a great facility here. Uh, they have a. It, it kind of reminds me a lot of uh, St. X High School's uh, stadium, although the uh, visitor side is not quite so big. But the away side's pretty darn close. Maybe not as high. You don't have to cl- climb Mount McKinley uh, like you do out at St. X. But uh, we had a great night out here. It, it seems to me uh, watching guys. Uh, we don't need it. <laughs> that the uh, uh, when Nick Path went down, Tom, with the injury. Uh, he had a lower body injury, and you never want to speculate. But, uh, you know, he was very, very, very distraught. I know uh, Doc Bosom was distraught, and it was just uh, you knew he wasn't going back in. So best of luck to him. Hopefully things will turn out well. But it just seemed to kind of take the air out of the team because he's a leading tackler. He's, I think, the second leading tackler in the GCL. So you lose somebody of that stature and that quality, it, it really detracts from the, the overall balance. And Elder is not a team where they're – Deep, 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 deep. That you lose a guy like that, and it's tough. It really is, and you know all the credit. I know there's uh, gutsy comes to mind, uh, gritty performance by Elder, but I know Doug and his staff are going to say that's going to go on deaf ears. But once again, it was uh, you know rinse and rinse again. Is a lot of the same kind of games this year, unfortunately. But Elder's been competitive in most games this year, and and unfortunately, uh, the two and uh, two and three record is is what it is. But uh, you can come away with this is that, you know, they started slowly, no doubt, uh, you know, after a, a long drive down here and then a, after a tough loss last week to Lakewood St. Ed's. But, you know, came back strong in the second quarter, uh, tied it up at halftime, took the lead. And, uh, boy, it just – Doug keeps saying it, and it's so true. They just need to make a timely play. And it's easier said than done. And these guys are trying. It's just that – you know, they, they they just seem to be snake bit a little bit when they need to make the play. John, uh, there's an old saying that you could call holding on any play in, in football, 
there was a lot of laundry thrown on the field tonight, and you never want to talk about, you know, you know th- that was a bad call. Because I, I think, for the most part, the game, uh, the refs were trying to call it straight and down the middle. But there was a lot of laundry, and it kind of seemed to kind of really mess the flow of the game a little bit. It did. It, it changed some of the uh, the different uh, impacts with plays. You know, one, one moment you got a third and two, and then next thing you got a, a third and seven. So it, it definitely changes stuff up. But... You know, when we were doing film on Tuesday, and we knew that this would be a tight game when we were watching last week. You know, we saw a lot of where they kind of they, they gave up the big play. You know, that, that touchdown before halftime or the pick six the other way from yeah. the linebacker. They were able to kind of avoid that tonight. That's why we really did have a really uh, close game. And, and kind of where, where the Tigers were able to have their success, it's, you know, maybe with Makai Smith breaking out. Well, we saw the same with the Panthers and having Ramsey break out for a long run. So, um, you know, it, it really was a, a, a dual even battle. Sometimes, you know, the level tips one way or the other. And tonight it went for the Tigers. Yeah, it, it, it really did. Uh, it, it was a, uh exciting game, uh, you know, and I think the momentum – like I said earlier, shifted uh, big time uh, to the Elder Panthers, but just they couldn't keep the momentum going. And, uh, of course, the final score, they lose by 10, 31 to 21. Of course, it's not going to get any easier next week. You know, you have uh, one St. X down here, which is a strong powerhouse, and another one that's probably one of the top, you know, they're 13th in the country, number one in the state. So it's going to be a tall task, and they pretty well took care of Muller, Tom. The, I think the, 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 the final, or close to the final, was uh, St. X 49-16 to 16 over Muller. So, wow. so they're going to have to play a, a darn near-perfect game, and uh, that's never easy to do. Uh, and now you've not been to St. X Stadium either, but it's it's a tough place to go in and play. Uh, although Elder has had some success in the past and they has have. pulled out some big wins, so it's not that it's uh, they just need to, you know, stay within themselves and uh, uh, and you know you never know where the way that ball is going to go. Avoid big plays, um, you know, and and really kind of hope for the best, but play good fundamental, good fundamental football. But you got to make those tackles. You're going to have to tackle against St. X for sure. Uh, getting back to uh, Nate, uh, the. Uh, coming in and, and having to see an elder for the first time. And, you know, they, they really try to mix the offense up. I think that uh, a running attack, a real strong running attack, would really uh, kind of make take the pressure off of the uh, of the passing game. And it seemed like the, uh, the, the Tigers were really pinning back and, uh, you know, wanting or, you know, kind of forcing elder to run the ball. But uh, – uh, Luke Flowers did well uh, without that big line pushing things out. It, it just there wasn't a lot of daylight there. It made it tough. You know, there were a lot of run blitzes on the outside that St. X was bringing pretty constantly, and a majority of the runs with Flowers were kind of to the outside, right? It'd be a little handoff, it'd be a read option, something like that. And even when Ramsey would run the ball, sometimes he would run into a lot of Tigers coming toward him very, very quickly, and it was hard to kind of get the running game any kind of push on first down. And when you do that, sometimes it's hard to really open things up on second down and of course as we saw a couple of three and outs for the Panthers tonight kind of built up but uh, I think that still uh, the offense being able to run kind of a spread offense or being able to run more up tempo is going to help them provide players with uh, they're learning how to play football still right they're prepared still to not even play well here at the high school level but they can go on and play at college and they can play a and they can read playbooks they know what they're doing they're not just giving it to one guy and letting them run this is a full team effort and uh, we saw a lot of guys come through today 
I was really impressed. Uh, you know, we said a lot of, um, you know, Hamber- uh, Hamilton and, uh, of course, Ramsey. But I thought that Andrew Hart played a really great game. And I think that he's going to continue to be a big part of this elder squad. And uh, really, Justin Ray showed um, he's really tall. I mean, they should use him a lot in that yeah. passing game. And when his number was called, he stepped up. And that was something that Coach Ramsey and I talked about during the pregame show. And you just got to love to see that this team is still continuing to grow. It's still a work in progress here early in the year. Three losses. I know that's not really the elder brand, but there's still plenty of games left for them to continue on, have a great winning season, and uh, go on to win a lot of games toward maybe a state championship. Who knows? He's got uh, they got some work to do. Yeah, and you're uh, right. Yeah, they uh, got to go. Justin Ray's the quickest receiver on the team, so it's good to, you know, Doug was able to go to him and 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 utilize him a little bit tonight. Good pickup. I was uh, I was very impressed actually with the Elders' offensive line. Um, I know they lost some size certainly uh, in the uh, you know in, in the year over the end of the year, but you know led by senior Jack Connors and help with like Austin Bass. You know because we talked about how. Uh, the Tigers are going to be rotating about nine defenders. Yeah. You know, so they're always going to have kind of fresh legs, fresh bodies. And, um, you know, they definitely had uh, – Hamilton had time to throw, and that's what you want. That's what you want to give them. So uh, it was a tall task, but certainly the line, you know, they really showed up tonight too. Well, guys, I, I can't thank you enough for uh, coming out and helping out. I, I feel uh, that – our bullpen just became a lot bigger here with Prep Sports Radio, and and uh, you know sometimes I, I never have a, a need to fill. Uh, then other times I have a huge need to fill. So you guys stepped up big time, called a great game. We saw a great game, and of course, when this uh, with uh, we got a big game next week. Uh, so don't forget to join us uh, over uh, at St. X. We'll be out there. Of course, that game will start at seven. Uh, we'll we'll be on the air at six thirty, and uh, well, we, remember we got we got the shirts now. Yeah, so. you got to. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> taking those back. We're, 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 one call away. Oh, I thought they had to wash them and bring them. Yeah, back. yeah, I want them dry cleaned. Yeah, it's like uniform <laughs> turning day. <laughs> it's not going to do that. So, well, that's all the time we have. I'm looking at my watch. That's uh, the time that Bill Levitt, general manager, said to keep it towards, and that's what we're going to do. So, thanks to Paul Lackman back at the station for producing, and once again, thanks to all you for listening all over the Cincinnati area and uh, all the elder alumni and elder Panther fans all over the world, serve the military, all that, that, that tune in. And we always appreciate that. That's all the time we have here from St. X in Louisville. We'll see you next week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365, 513-271-5000, 271-5000.